They're interbreeding with each other. Mm. There's like mad cats everywhere, and then each one, like the season, would like just pick one off one by one by one, and then there would be like three left. That makes sense. So you just happened to walk into stray cats, started feeding them, they started breeding with each other, and then they had a they had a nest next to my old apartment. Like I would call it a nest, but they lived inside of a dumpster. Ooh, according. Yo, can you actually do me a favor? What do you mean? What was that doing? Oh wow, yeah, we are first. Oh, are you seeing it? That's why I can't do it. You don't curl. The only way I'm doing that is if somebody comes busting through the front door with a gun. <laughs> you gonna knock the whole table over. I don't know, because I'm not dropping that shit. You still paying for that shit. I'll be like, take everything. No, take my phone, sure. take take my chain. All I have to offer is those fun pouches. <laughs> Do not touch none of my studio equipment with my boy, because I can dodge bullets at that point. You're not fucking up our credit. Still paying for this shit. This real kind of shit. This neighborhood, my car got stolen. Really? Yeah. Me and my old friend Tony, rest in peace. We built a Honda CRV together. The he did most of the freaking work though, and we switched it from an automatic to a five speed. That thing was fun. And then somebody found out and stole it right in front of my apartment. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. That's the life of a Honda. The life of a Honda is kind of dope too, though, because it's also an easy fix with the parts being so cheap and interchangeable. Yeah. So, at least you still had that in the hand. Yeah. yeah. Why are you laughing? It happened now because we figured out the hum. What was the, the hum? hum? I had to yeah, I the push button. this in, and then it just clicked. Literally tapped it and went off. It was amazing. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, I was like, nah, this is not coming. This is not staying in this pod. All right, thank you. <laughs> That is beautiful. Wait. And we're back. I really don't hear anything. Wow. Yeah, it's clear as fuck. Yeah, Thank you. Hello. Now, welcome to the pod, guys. What's up? You're. Yeah. That was terrible, yeah. guys. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> now I understand how these people, like the host, are filling at the open mic and shit, and then they're trying to say your crowd is just sitting there staring at their phones. I'm going to try that one more time, guys. Are you ready? <laughs> you're. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we're gonna get to. It's not like he's farting over there. <laughs> he's like, yeah. yeah, that nigga sound like he's trying to shit. Listen, I'm old enough. Fuck. Sound like a wet one. I'm old enough for it to. Could have been a fart. Nah. Oh my god. Sound like sitting next to you. over there, bro. <laughs> you let me know in five seconds. Nah, <laughs> don't let us know. Please don't. It's hot in here. No, no. And we just smoked. The smoke is still in the air and shit. Like, it's smell of things. It's smell of shit. Yeah, like that. I'm gonna have shitty breath. <laughs> I wouldn't fart. I wouldn't fart with you. I don't know. I'd be a bold move to just fart on the pod. Might catch everything. Might catch everything. Bro. On the intro, just fart. That's new. <laughs> that's need new host energy. You can do that. <laughs> you can do that Gary V <laughs> shit where you take that one fart noise and that opens up the whole <laughs> podcast after that. Yeah, but what if it's the silent one, the actual killer? Oh god. And then everybody's just sitting here and we gotta play it off like it don't smell like <laughs> shit. Nah, what if you're really talking your shit on the mic? And then they get in the back and then shit just seems up like just Why are you talking this shit? That's nasty. Yo, like the fuck it I'm talking. Oh my god, yeah. I taste it. That's just <laughs> terrible. I don't ever want to taste a fart. Oh god. You never tasted a fart before? 
Oh, so you have me pounding and you right now? Fart? Yeah, I've never been kids and tasting your own farts. Like when you under the cover, like you farted. I smelled it. Yeah, I didn't I, like You talk about you opened your mouth. I wasn't like, going, no, like, I didn't know like my mouth to taste it, but like if you're in the cover, it's breathing it. That shit, you're gonna taste the shit. Like there was no uh, lips. Nah, smelling. I don't know if you still taste it. <laughs> you do, bro. I probably you. did what you was just talking about, but I didn't think I tasted it. I was like, I thought you didn't. I thought about it. I smelled it by mistake, but definitely no taste. Nah, I didn't taste it. Different in my mind. I personally never had a lip smacking moment while yeah. I was smelling a fart. I, went. I don't want to snitch on the family member though, but there was definitely a family member that I had who was fucking sitting with her daughter, right? They were sharing the bed and they didn't want to sit head to head, so they sat like, you know, foot to head. Foot to head. Exactly. So apparently the girl would not go to sleep and the lady farted. A silent one, <laughs> right in the girl's face, and, uh, and she went straight to sleep. She passed out. She she passed out and went straight to sleep. And I wake up for the rest of the night. What the fuck? Off a of straight hot gas. Ew, that's. Old. <laughs> that's I swear to God. How old was this woman? I guess the woman was probably in her thirties, and then her child was probably like what four or five. Baby sleep. Awesome gas. Yeah, all, all I hear is that she is not taking care of herself. We push that type of smell out. Damn, to the Something It was a silent killer. Huh? Some, that that right. wasn't a silent killer. That was like poison, nigga. Like, that was something that would render you unconscious. You need to go to a doctor now. <laughs> I said a gastroenterologist ASAP. This is a bad story. I, I, hope, um, I hope your stomachs are doing well now. <laughs> I really do, but I doubt it. Like, <laughs> this bitch is out here murdering people with their ass. <laughs> That's, that's like some movie. Oh, shit. Shit. Yo, can you imagine an anime like that though? I'm pretty sure farting. they made one. Yeah, like a nigga just out here like Kamehame fart. That's a lot of work. Kamehame fart. That's a lot of work. This Kamehame fart. That's a tweet. <laughs> they they legit have an anime. Gallic shark. <laughs> no. If they if they have an anime of a guy who points his finger at you and just says pow pow and kills you like a real gun, they have something like that. I'm pretty wow. sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I've seen something. I agree. That shit is crazy. Where do people watch anime? What? 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 Where do people watch anime? Where? Where? What? What? Like, where do you? Anywhere yeah. almost. Like, where do y'all go in? This is the 21st century. Feed off the anime. Crunchyroll. You can literally go on Crunchyroll for you all go. of it, but you can look at Netflix. Netflix, YouTube, HBO Max. But how do you find the good Huh? How do you find the good You don't. Just you watch One Piece. That's all you need to. I just, I never got into One Piece. I tried. You have to. I tried to After give it a shot when it first 16. hit. I think when it first hit America, I was probably maybe like nine and i was watching it on kids wb and it was the first oh, season really that's and honestly like that i didn't like the animation style was, yeah they like, edited it too i believe they yeah. did they did a few revisions to it over the years just like every other anime but no, it's but just I watched like the original no i meant like when they did the wb one i believe they put like sanji wasn't smoking and stuff, stuff yeah they like, had, they had to. a lollipop like in oh. his mouth they yeah kid friendly that's true yeah they had to do a lot of that like the FCC, you know? Mm -hmm. That's terrible. We have a guess. 
I've just noticed. I this nigga just noticed he's sitting in a whole other chair. Guys, <laughs> not guys, on the sofa. Guys, you when you have know. a different perspective. <laughs> Eli, yeah, I'm about to put you on. What's up? When we enter the po- the podcast, mm-hmm. it's casual as fuck. Yeah. The pod gets introduced by accident. Oh. So, moving forward. <laughs> nah, let me stop. Nah, yeah. This is I was the thing to see now. This, was going. this is what we're doing. Yeah, now. it's 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 just a casual entrance to get niggas to ease in. Like we're not just forcing. Welcome to the, you feel somebody's body. Like, we are fart. gonna get to like that, was that was a brain fart. No, that was aggressive. That was a brain fart. Last episode, we don't want to talk about how aggressive you were in the last episode. Oh no, I was sitting next to you. Am I afraid? Should I was aggressive. I think I, bro. I think you were just preaching. You you were speaking your truth. Oh wait, because I said what I said. (laughs) You said what you said. I said what I said, but I didn't mean it the way you just. But you did in one point in your life. He said it wasn't implied. (laughs) He said what? You at one point in your life, I'm jacking you. You beat a bitch during sex. I've never, never. That's the that's what he said. What he can't. I didn't say. Let's not throw out. Allegations like yes, yeah, I mean we have actual content that's been recorded that we can run back and like you can look. Listen, you're putting it. You should. You're like because doing these things. Like, you're getting in context and you're trying to like. I'm just understanding the situation. Like, how do you come up with an idea like that if you haven't done it or? You feel me? I feel like nah nah nah. That's how you learn your lessons. <laughs> That's a bad way to learn lessons. Yeah, no, I mean, no, no, by thinking ahead. No, you yeah. That's what he said. Oh, shit. Wait, shit. how do you know not to beat him? By beating him? No, just, just don't do it. You that's watch, what I'm saying, but you, you watch mean, movies and hear lessons. <laughs> nah, that's nah, crazy. Nah, y'all, nah, y'all, wait. Nah, you good. You good. I never. Alright, I believe you. Bro. After fucking with you, I think that was a good time to introduce <laughs> <laughs> All I, I said right. was, I don't like a woman who doesn't well, she like not to arrogant. maneuver. No, no, that's not what you said. That's what I said. Yeah, that is what he said. That is you exactly said what I said. You said, after a little bit more. No, no. You I said, did add a little bit more. To what did you say after that? And how did you say because you guys didn't really understand. No, 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 no. I was like, no, that's not what I'm asking. Well, you said, <laughs> how did you say what word you said? Word for word. Word for word. What you said. A woman that doesn't maneuver. After that. Following that sentence. After that. I mean, word for word, I don't understand. I don't remember what He's like, it's been Luckily for you, but I, do I actually have the video. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I didn't we say can just have the fans listen back. Listen All right, yeah, have the fans videos. listen back. And maybe we can add the actual edit to where like we can pause the pod type shit. <laughs> and, and put it in. And then put it in. This is where... Please do. Exactly. So I could, I could and he's going to laugh all over again. That shit was funny. Because all I said was... That if a funny. woman doesn't want to maneuver, it's like, it's a turn All right, look, this is what like I think. When it's like arrogant, like, okay. That's what um, you know what I mean? I'm obviously trying to do this thing. What did you right? say? Yo, he said everything. I said it's almost it like you got to beat her up to like. No. That's what you said. That's yeah, what you said. He said. Y'all, go, y'all, going, y'all, y'all taking um, it there. I'm just saying like. 
Well, say like you're trying to. And this is what I said. You see, this is what I That's said. That's what he said. He so said you gotta like, beat her the back, bitch. but she's like arrogantly not. So you gotta beat her, her up. Back. No, I That's said. That's what you came at, like. Like a little up. bit pressure. Like, like you gotta really give her some back. game. Is what you feel me? Like sometimes they say like, oh, she she probably didn't feel it. So you like. Put a little bit of pressure on so you know what, so she know what to do. So say like, you about to hit it from the back, right? right say you about to hit it from the back, right? Okay. And the arch ain't right. Okay. So you like try to maneuver it and it's like, she arrogantly doesn't maneuver with you. I think, so, so you're going to you, beat her that, up. No, I'm I saying you look, you look like, yo. You're beating her up by trying oh, to maneuver her. Oh, now it's your look think, like you beat. I right, no, I understand like, that. That's what, like, so the, the concept of trust me, what I understand is, is she doesn't comply. Beat her ass. Yeah, that's, that's what you're saying. No, nah, yeah, you potting, and that's not what I'm potting. Yeah, you potting. I think that's I get, not what I'm I get what I think that the better word. I get what you're saying, and I agree with what you're saying. But how you said it, what you said in the moment. The context of how everything just aligned all together, it was wild, bro. I see what you're saying. And if anyone were to replay this pod, no. the context of what they would have got out of what you said would have been threatening. <laughs> Never. I would have heard the rest of my context. But yeah. you're right, though. Your, your one line of that would be like the headline of the article. Exactly. That would be on TNT. That would be the shit that niggas talk about. That really would be potted. the trend. And then we really potted. Exactly. Yeah, like it's very sensitive out there in the world today. You can't just say things like that. Exactly. Anymore. But that's, that's why I gave it context. You should apologize. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Don't apologize. We're unapologetic in this bitch. I didn't mean... We get what you're and saying. You just have yeah, to reword you know, it yeah, a little bit. Yeah, for the media, okay. that's all. Like, just I know you don't beat women, yeah. but you're right. I was podding for a little bit. Yeah, pod. <laughs> I definitely played devil's advocate. You're right. Yo, since I was, yo was whack, I'm here. Welcome to the Jungle Squadcast podcast, y'all. I'm here with the greatest fucking niggas of all time. To my fucking right, I got the original fucking potter of the Squadcast. What up, what up, what up? Nigga Rad. In some places, he's still, some people. He's still making them scores. He's still touching them downs. I feel you. Like. Mean? I agree. Still playing the pockets. But it's weird though, right? Because we have some strange ass nigga here that has never been on the pod before. Mm. I, I, I wouldn't say a that. A stranger. Nigga. I wouldn't say nigga. I'd say amigo. He is a nigga. I'd say amigo. Right. My boy came in with the chain, the snap back, foot to the back, right. chest out, tied the fuck up. He's a Spanish. Fitted bro. with he the clothes. Gangster. Spanish niggas are niggas. It's a all right, me I, I call niggas on both sides. But I do correct you. I have been on a few podcasts with them. Exactly. He's like, I'm not a bird. No, I'm talking about the stranger to us. Like, we have to properly introduce this nigga because you guys don't understand. But we do. So let's put you on. To my fucking left is my guy, Jay fucking Paz, guys. Clap it up, man. 
You got it. You got it. Hi, guys. What's up? There we pew, go. Pew, good. Pew, good. Pew, pew. Yo, Eli, could you close that door? If you don't mind, please. I'm, I'm that door was like, not like by itself. Door. <laughs> it was scary. It was scary. It was yeah, scary. Yeah, so we're not the only two that saw that, right? Yeah, okay. okay. We saw that shit. We yeah, just we, we ignored it. It's because I fucked up the door. Oh, okay, cool. It's it's not. It's gonna do it again. What if? What if like? If it happens again, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll crawl through this. What if I went and it was like? Just that dragon. Leave that shit open. But it's not though. Leave that shit open. At that point, alright, podcast is done. Podcast Sometimes some shit like that do be happening. I have another special guest. I'm gonna be real, we got mics and a soundboard. We gonna have We gotta pick up like We gonna have to just leave the room and just get hear voices. This gonna turn into a podcast about ghosts. That's dope. It's gonna be like everything's gonna be quiet, then you're gonna hear pew pew. Would you guys ever be ghost hunters? Jim no, I don't want to fuck with anything. You said fucking not studio related. Oh, call centers? No, would you be a ghost hunter? I would walk away from a ghost hunter. I wouldn't do that as a profession, but I wouldn't mind going somewhere haunted. That's why you're being miserable for the rest of your life. Because once you get a ghost, <laughs> Wait, then you're going to keep doing that. So Mad you're just on survival shit. mode for the rest of your life, and then you got to pass that same knowledge to your kids and so on. Yeah, but no, it is So. How many of you guys have actually ever seen a ghost? I'd like to think I have. I have. Okay, so all of us then. I am a ghost twice. May I share my story? Before you share your story, introduce yourself, nigga. They don't know who... I just said (laughs) J-Paz. That was it. I'm sorry. I'm an awkward person. I agree. Maybe (laughs) this is how he introduces himself. Yes. It's a little mystery. He's a fucking (laughs) artist, guys. It's not awkward. My name is Joshua Pais, and I'm known as J-Paz Studios. Bridgeport uh, residents. Mm-hmm. Like I've been here for about probably about fifteen, close to twenty years. Mm-hmm. Like this, but I was born in New York. Feel me, Westchester what? County. Yes. I was born in Valhalla, New York. Let's get it. Let's get it. You feel me? Valhalla Hospital Medical Center. Valhalla Medical Center. Yeah. And yeah, just moved here when I was young, and I've just pretty much been doing art my whole life. But I've been a person who has worn many hats, and I'll leave it at that for now. He said, I'll leave it at that. He said, I'll leave it at that. Many hats. And he left it. He's pardoned. No, he left it. (laughs) Continue where you left off now, man. You you like finally introduced yourself the proper way. Now I'm interested in knowing a little bit more, man. Talk to me. Show me this story. What's your ghost story? My ghost story is, um, do you guys know Clinton Outlets? Yes. Have you guys all, all of you guys have been there, right? No. No, you've never been to the outlet. Yep, Clint, Connecticut. You've never been there? No. It's pretty it's much a, basic outlet, shopping center, and all that stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, outside. Yeah. Well, what what people like? don't know about that place is that place is actually haunted. Really? Yes. I used to work in mm-hmm. Zoomies there, and I quit before becoming an assistant manager there wow. because the experience kind of freaked me out a little bit. What the fuck? People were yeah. used to it over there? Turns out it wasn't me. It has happened to multiple different staffs over there. At like the Zoomies? At the Zoomies. Only the like, Zoomies? Yeah, from what I know, yes. Wow, so it's the Zoomies that's on. I, I don't want to say no because I've never been there late in other places. But there, I've been there late before. And I can assure you that it is. Both my managers experienced stuff. And I heard a wild story Damn. from one of the former employees there. Mm-hmm. And... um. 
phone calls at 3 a.m. from the store, no one, no alarm goes off, police rush over there to see if there's a break-in, everything's what fine. The like, they're calling. Like, yeah, the they're calling, calling the man, the store is calling the managers. What? At 3 in the morning. And there'd be whispers over the phone and no one would answer when they say hello. That's You're lying. Scary. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Me, my experience was that we were there late and it was like a Wednesday. No one's ever at the outlets on a Wednesday. And I'm just skating around the store. <laughs> like I'm on my board. Like there's a whole lot of room and it's all concrete. Yeah, and like everything's time. done. Passing the time. I still got an hour and a half and we're just chilling me and my manager. And then out of nowhere, like, I just, like, chill for a second. I look up, and I see a black figure just staring at me from the back room. And I'm like, hello? Who's over there? The black figure darts to the other side of the storage room. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm out. I went over. I looked over. There's Why? In that storage room, there is no emergency exit. It's on the yeah. other side of the store, if I'm not mistaken. There's no emergency exit there. There's no other exit there. So that black figure darted off and disappeared. What the fuck? Yeah. That, that was your only experience? That was my experience. Did, did your manager see it? My bro. manager, who was there temporarily from another store to help because they were rebuilding the staff, he was there. And this happened during the day, during while people were in the store. Well, it could have been a You hit. saw it while oh, people were in the store. Yeah, this was what happened to him. He's like, um, he was with another coworker, and the girl saw somebody in the back room. And she yelled to the manager, hey, somebody went into the back. And he's like, yo, who's over there? What? And he thought it was somebody who went into the dressing room. And he's like, who's over there? Get out of there right now. And the kid comes running out of the dressing room. And he's like, oh, I'm right here. I didn't do anything. And they're both like, that's not him. And he was the only one in that area. And he was the only person like near that door. And that's so he grabs a knife, starts walking over there. And there's over there. That's well, not a knife, a pair of scissors, but like. That's uh, crazy. So, uh, every, if you were to the go there, again? could have been an alien. In Connecticut. <laughs> That's where you don't go, guys. So, what's the scariest one you heard then? The scariest one I, mean, I heard was the scary. calls. Probably the calls. Just imagine getting a call like that from your job at 3 in the morning. My job. I wouldn't even pick I'm not even picking up, though. Yeah. That's, see, it was, you know, it's definitely a white employee that told you this story because why? Oh, they were all white. Why? I was the only minority there. <laughs> 3 in the morning? Y'all have no respect for me. Clearly, I, 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 oh, my God. God my job's going to be in at 3 in the morning. Trust me. She's, my, she, at the time, in her defense, she told me that she was at a party in her defense. So, that's okay. why she answered the call. What? Yeah. I would she never was answer my. She was she was lit where you know, she my was job called she, me at a party. With your friends and you know, it's three in the morning. She's also the store. She was also she was the like, store manager. From your job, you're yeah, the manager. Someone calls from your store. Who's in my store right now? Exactly. It's three in the morning. I exactly. I mean, that is the witching hour. Oh, you said. I guess that makes true. sense for her to answer that. It like he said, it is her responsibility, but still. Yeah. So you quit before you got the manager position. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm the top mm-hmm. employee, get the benefits of the manager so I can they get still have my shit. And that's that's my story, guys. That's oh, crazy. Damn, man. I don't have a haunting story like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was scary as fuck. Personally, for me, my, my uncle always told me, it's like, if you just don't give it energy, it just won't come around you. Like, it's plain and simple. Like, if you feed into the fear, like, you feed into it more, yeah, like, word. they're going to pop up. They're going to want to bother you. So, it's like, it's better to just ignore it and just let it go in passing. Yeah. They're doing their thing. They're in the other They're in the other realm right here. Pretty much let being susceptible. Yeah, people exist. I do it's, have a, it's the upside a down. story. What's your story? My story is, I was working cable, right? 
and then went into this house and off rip. I was just like, Ugh. no, I, I don't. What? Like you didn't energy. feel the vibe. Where I was that? I felt the energy. I was like, yo, I don't like the, the energy here. Well, where, where was it? It was, I don't know. It was in Connecticut. It was in CT. Yo, CT is the most haunted place in, like, yo, America. I, mean, I pulled out, bro. I was like, yo, I don't like the energy here, it's but so I gotta get this money. So we ended what? It, right? So the lady's really nice, which made it more creepy. Right? <laughs> like, she was really nice. Like, like she was doing nice? awkward yard Trimming work. the hedges she and was smiling like, and waving. cutting, like, tree bark. Oh, like she's like 80, close to okay. cutting tree bark, moving like a, one of those, like, will, yeah, mm-hmm. across the yard. She trying to like help me cut pieces of the trees to like get to the wire. Like she was really nice, but I knew there was something up. So I was like, where's your husband? She was like, oh, he died just a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, so I got to go to your basement or whatever. Went down to the basement, turned right. She was standing behind me. So I turned oh, hell behind no. me to look and behind her was him. Bro, I, I knew. Stop I was playing. like, yo, I caught chills. I turned, I was like, nah, I'm not even going. Went back, I looked back. It was looking, I'm like, okay, valid. Let me leave now. Let me leave. So I, I didn't go to the basement, but I f- did what I needed to do for the job. And then I left, but. The That's energy, scary, bro. So. She, she killed her. Definitely seen her husband. <laughs> did, he, did he look distressed? Like, did he look like he looked murdered? From it was like a quick second from looking at her. So I'm looking at her and I see him behind her, like a like, shadow. But far, like in the next room, but right where the light is, like he's like standing next to the light, but he's just like staring. So it was like a dead look. But it wasn't like so he wasn't like covered in blood like, or like nah. I didn't get to see that quick. Like nah, you didn't even want to see it. So exactly, I mean that long. So you didn't don't know if it was his husband or not. No, nah, I knew because right she said he died a couple. Well, months I ago. asked if she had a husband after I saw that. So that's that's really what generated the question. Yeah, like I, when I saw that, that's when I like I was like, oh, so where's your husband? And then that's what she. Told me like he died. Oh, I, I was like, oh, yeah. Cause I, I just saw that nigga downstairs. So that's really crazy. You saw like pictures of him while he was in the house and shit. I didn't even. Bro, like, I'm not. I wasn't paying he, attention. I feel like that's the ghost stuff. Like the stuff when there's ghosts around, like they yeah. really affect. You you did exactly what I was you, saying. Where it was like you saw it, turned your head back, and you ignored it, and yeah. you didn't give it energy. Yeah, and that's like exactly what you got to do. I'm just now, that's just not there. Unless it's like I a demon. A demon's you gonna can't. fuck with you. Yeah. That's way, the thing that, fuck with you. That's the things that I'm scared of, demons. Like, like ghosts are fine. One of the things I'm I'm afraid of ghosts is like fine. it's like I'm like half Haitian. So like on my mom's side, there's like certain family members Far who Haitian. know like real like witchcraft and mm-hmm. that shit is like really a real. Santeria and all that shit. Yeah, like all that shit is dead ass real. So, like, there's, like, certain things, like, people can, like, curse your front door, and as soon as, like, you walk past, 
you're going to be cursed for the rest of the day and like mad bad shit will happen. Yeah. That's like, you have, there's like certain prayers that you have to do. Like people are like literally leeching off other people's misery and get, and that's how they get rich. Like they have like certain rituals that they would like do to like worship the devil and shit and like praise them and like do mad, you know, this shit. Wow. I feel like something like that happened to me. Yeah. My like, mom's mom was actually in it. Oh really? Not the evil shit, but she was like a healer. So she was she like a Wiccan. She yeah. was a Wiccan. Yeah. My mom, my mom actually told me before, like she came back from DR once, and I had really bad asthma growing up, and it's not horrible now, but I still have it. But anyways, like you know, your mom always comes back from another country, and she yeah. has some medicine. She has <laughs> some medicine. Exactly. She told me to start taking this medicine. It's gonna make me feel better. I'm taking the medicine, I'm taking it, and then I think maybe like a year or two later, after like I old enough to be like i'm not fucking taking this nasty shit mm. she finally tells me she's like i bought it off a witch i bought it off a witch in dr for you specifically for your asthma Are and you then, sure? yeah and she was like yeah and like i had to pay her and like if i didn't pay her like like you know you would have been fucked pretty much but yeah that is a huge gamble to take on your child. Yeah, that, that's that's disturbing. That's kind of crazy. I can't believe this. That's some shout Futurama out. shit. Shout, shout out. Shout out. I got a little. I mean, she saved your life. I mean, I guess I breathe. I'm breathing them a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't. You're not asthmatic anymore. You're saying? I mean, I'm still asthmatic, but I mean, I'm athletic, so I'm pretty good with my lungs in a sense. You feel me? He's a functioning. I guess. Yeah, I think it worked out. I'm fortunate with. My breathing. That's interesting shit, man. That's really good. We all have some good little creepy stories, I see. Yaz were better. Good shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm left out. Yeah, I don't have any. I've never (laughs) seen actual ghosts and shit like that. And you don't need to. That's not something you really want. I really don't, actually. I really don't. Yeah, you don't know that. I don't fuck with the vibes. I really feel like I'm the ghost and the demon. So I'm enough. Wow. Mm, So maybe you do see ghosts. No, I see Ooh, me. Everywhere you go. I see me, bro. That's the mirror getting scary. I feel like. But, bro, like, on some real shit, j Paz Studios has been low-key, like, working. One, I've known you for, like, how long? Since, like, what, 2017? Yeah, it's been, yeah, it's been like, around five years since I know you. Five. Five, six years, something like that. It's been a while. And this man has created some really dope content. Not only for me, I think he created like my last three projects and is going to be working on the following one coming up, Oxymoronic. And this motherfucker has been not only, I don't even want to gas you, bro, but he's not going to do it. So I'm going to gas you. This motherfucker here, bro, has gotten, you think I do projects, bro, like I speed projects with my albums? This man then did at least over 30 murals work like in gyms from Mexico to yeah. like bedrooms to like garages to like niggas like tattoos, logos. He stopped with the tattoos, but he still can do it though. Big words. Like he's literally the most important thing I want to say is that he's doing what he loves. And on top of what he's doing, what he loves, he's self-employed off of it. Mm-hmm. And that is very important, and that is why I wanted him on the pod today. Work different, and I want you to talk about that because that is a different level of shit that wasn't taught in school. That's some shit like if you're self-employed, does that did that mean like in a sense like you had to self-teach yourself everything as well? Like how did that come about? 
Okay, I guess we can go way back when to as far as I can remember. It's, um, my mother is an immigrant from Guatemala. And she came here, she didn't speak a lick of English. Mm -hmm. Like, she she was um, an illegal immigrant at the time. Mm -hmm. She's not anymore. Like, um, and at one point in time, dad picked, like, I'm I'm a twin. And so my mother... What? You're a fucking yeah, twin, bro? I'm, I'm a twin. I'm a fraternal twin. We don't look alike. Oh, we don't have the freaky see. twin thing. That that anybody we don't do that. We're normal. No, we don't. I was just born at the I know. Yeah, we were just born at the same You don't have any type of sense for each other? No, no, no. We're not close. Oh, Yeah, we're not close like that. But um, that's besides the story. It's, um, so she's here. She gets knocked up by my dad. Dad, um. Shout out, dad. Yeah, shout out, dad. He, um, at one point in time, he's only there for like three years. And then. Hi. He busted out J Five Studios though, yep. so that's what we needed. Yeah. And he's gonna see you on this shit. He's gonna be like, "Damn, I." Suck. I mean, we have a good relationship now, but in the beginning, he was just like not there really. And um, I feel that. What I remember having to do with art was like one day she did not have that much money, especially with two kids and living alone and right. being a single mother. And um, she one day just bought some dollar store crayons and just a, she took some white paper from one of her jobs and brought it to us my brother didn't really play with it but i just grabbed it and i just started coloring with it and i remember just making my own coloring books because i wanted a coloring book so badly <laughs> you, you started drawing your own shit for you to color in that's yeah. so cool. that's fucking crazy like i i didn't like draw it freehand I didn't know what drawing was. I just like, I could trace it. Yeah. And like, I sh put like a picture, like a, like another drawing oh, or okay, like okay, some yeah. other thing. And I traced on top of it, but it got to the point where I keep you doing it, it and yeah. doing it and doing it. And by the time I probably was in the third grade, I could draw like certain Dragon Ball Z figures off the top without oh, having to look at a picture. Yeah. They weren't great, but looking back at it now, yeah, I understood anatomy. For me, I have to look at an image. Like, I can do really well with sketching, like, if I see the image. And, like, from my imagination, like, it doesn't come out horrible, but it's never, like, what I really want. So I feel like that's really dope. I, I mean, like, have you, ever, have you ever considered, like, going back to that route? Because not for nothing, like, if you think about it, if you're with the artist you are now, even making, like, a simple kid's coloring book, bro, can make you some money. Yep. Publishing, getting a coloring book published and reoccurring. Could be really cool. That's Very simple now too. With self publishing apps like <laughs> Amazon, like you should give that a shot, bro. The thing is, I don't do it that way anymore. I am cons I am in the process of making a book, but we can get into that later. A black and white type of lookbook. No, it's um, it's um, like it, it would color. be more of a comic. Hey, like, so like, like um, like a manga. Not a manga. It's like something of my style that I've been working on. Oh, okay. But it's like it kind of reflects on me as a person, but it also is about like the artistic life and the trials and tribulations of choosing that road that's but what made it to like a funny form can we get the exclusive was it me i want to get into that though I, it's said. um i want to say the name i don't have any trademarks or anything like that so i'm kind of nervous about that i don't really want to say the name but Speaking it's um it's a play on words you have time though this pod is probably not going to be dropping for another month or so it's all good like i, yeah, I still we'll, gotta make the we'll stay for the surprise yeah. i'm good i'm good on the title yeah. i agree yeah 
Like that, I just wouldn't want to say it now because I know it's a type of idea that's personal to me. No, of course, and somebody will mm-hmm. take it because I've had people take my artwork before. Mm-hmm. I and, agree with that. But, um, you're absolutely right. But back to the topic that Jordy brought up, it was um, I don't do things like that now. Mm-hmm. What I do most of the time that's personal work is practice. Mm-hmm. Like um. Loso seen it. I don't know if you guys seen it, but I'm on a like this whole little self project where I'm trying. I call it the journey of a thousand limbs. Yeah, and I'm trying to perfect my anatomy because I'm trying to my studio. We do a lot of things. We do from designing to murals to painting to live events. Yeah, and I'm trying to venture more into like the concept entertainment type art. So I'm practicing anatomy nonstop. Like visuals, I'm, like visuals, like um just. I want to be able to draw a hand in exactly every single form I can think of without having to look at a picture. I understand. That. Or like, oh, oh, like I can make you into any position that I could think of because I practice it and I know I understand how the human body works. Bro, why don't? Yes, that's fucking incredible. You need to make a manga. I I have a few I, ideas. It's I got just, one. I got one, bro. You can work on one. Uh, you can okay. make a fucking manga. I love <laughs> that. My goal is to be a voice actor someday, and it'd yeah. be and my main room would be having my own manga to do a voice acting for. So yeah, and then so, maybe in the future I might need you because that falls into entertainment design. Of course, like even right what now. What type of manga would you write though? Uh, I'll say this one because it really was just an idea I had. Like I don't think I'm gonna follow through with it, but it was like this one idea that I had was called um I called it BPM. Do you know what BPM? You know beats what BPM, per beats per minute exactly, and like um. The character's hero name would be called VPM. The you know how every anime and manga has like that underlying sound, that underlying thing. It would be BPM, the champion sound, just oh, like yeah, a, just like that song from Jay Z. Yeah. And this person would just he has to listen to a certain type of music in order to access his powers. Damn. <laughs> yes. That's and like that's time for yeah, yeah. Like I have a whole structure for it. I started concepts like different things, and then that was at the point where I realized I'm not good at anatomy <laughs> as a, as much as I would like to be. Yeah, you know. So that's what's holding me off on all these projects because I I don't feel like I'm at that level yet. I you know. You know. Yeah. You know it's funny. Me and my friends actually. Um, shout out to my boys. Um, long time ago, we were having high talk, and mm-hmm. we came up with a, an idea literally just like that. Mm-hmm. But instead of music, it was weed. Oh, so that's you dope. Smoke different strains to get, get different, different abilities. That's actually sick. Niggas like, in a major emergency. emergency, and he's like, "Wait, like, pulls out the bowl. <laughs> like, I gotta hit this. So I can go do this. Like, <laughs> like a magical type of weed. Yeah, he's making mixtures. Like a, yeah, that's crazy. That's mad funny though. Mm-hmm. But I want you to actually speak on like one of the things that actually like the worst client that you had and the the best client that you had should we start with the you want to get back into the worst i feel like let's start with the best because the best is like they they did this they paid whatever you want i'm just trying to think back on it because i've been making art for a very long time he's 31 soon guys he's like and he's been making art since he was literally drawing coloring books since his mother was an immigrant who is now legal that's right so that shit you know you know those those papers take time because my mom is a legal immigrant well she's not a legal immigrant but she was an immigrant and now she's legal so that shit took like a really long time and it's a really long process so he was young Mm -hmm. when all this drawing shit happened and he's 31 two fucking 
It's decades, right? <clears throat> decades, damn near, of art. Yeah. Of like, doing what you fucking love mm-hmm. and standing by it. Like, how does it feel to, like, stand by your fucking art, bro? To be honest, it just doesn't feel like, it just feels like another day at work. Like, it doesn't really, like, feel any different. I guess some people are, like, so focused on, like, yeah, I do this, or, like, I label myself, I'm an artist. Like, me, I don't like to think like that. I just like to do. That's that's right. You know, like, I I don't really like to, like, I've never been a person. I just just do what I love. Yeah. I'm happy you guys fuck with the type shit. Yeah, pretty much. Like, this is what I do. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. Respectfully, I kind of have a feel with my parkour as well. Yeah, bro. I share it, but I don't share it as much. Like, I used to post often, but one thing I feel like for me, like, I needed to slow down on, like, just, like, how I felt about social media. Like, if if it's going to happen, it'll happen in a sense. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I do need to be consistent. But also, like, there's other aspects of my life that just take me away from wanting to post content consistently for my own parkour agenda. I agree with you, but only, like, with both of you guys, only to, like, a certain extent. Because one thing about one, if you, like, he's doing it in a different way where you can, in a sense, you don't have to be in the spotlight in mm-hmm. order to make the money that Your you project need to make. The spotlight. Yeah, but if one, if we're creating a podcast, in a sense... It's not that you have to, like, play, like, devil's advocate, but you got to honestly kind of, like, have a little bit of brag- bragging rights. You feel me? Kind of yeah. showing that you stand out a little bit more than the other ones. You don't have to necessarily be super cocky about it like a lot of people are, but you... I would I say, say there was a time where there were you have bragging like rights, though. You've done... You have a... Like, I'm saying you can back up what you're saying, mm-hmm. so... Bragging rights comes different when you're doing what you're doing and then you're talking your shit, but then you're actually moving everything aligns with your actions. You feel me? Yeah. So you, I'm saying you have bragging rights. Not to say that you should do it like in a way where it's like aggressive or like in a sense like not filled with humility, but you can literally talk your shit. You, so Please like, talk your shit. You really should. <laughs> To, to the mic. I would say that I was like that at one point in my life where um it was mainly in my teens when I was doing illegal graffiti. And um in graffiti it's just like whoever gets the best ups territorial Boy. whoever's like yeah like it's <laughs> my stuff bro. Yeah, I know what that is like we get um territory, run? huh? You ever had to run? Uh, a few times, a few times. Like, yeah. I've gotten in trouble with the police, like, three times. And after the third time, I was just like, I'm not doing this anymore. It's not worth it. Yeah. Like, I, and at that point in time, the third time, I mean, for some reason, like, I managed to talk myself out of almost every situation I've ever been in involving graffiti. I don't know how or why, but I was able to. And after, like, the third time, I was just like, I'm not going to press my luck. Yeah. I'm 21 now, and I could get charged as an adult if they could connect the dots. Yeah. You know, and that would mean maybe, like, a, a year or so in prison or something. What do you mean connect the dots? Like, see all the, like... If they get, like, because I went by many names. I'm not going to say them. But, like, I went by many different names trying to find my style. And every time, like, I would pick a name... Like, I would pop up somewhere and then everybody wants, oh, you're so good. You want to be in my crew and, like, you want to be with my boys and we all roll together and we'd be like, okay, sure. And then next thing you know, a week later, yo, we got beef with this crew. We're going to run up on their house. I'm just like, no, I didn't sign up for this. And That's what I can't stand. But that's the thing, though. That's part of that culture. Like, you think this is me saying this here. 
And here it's very subtle because we're in Connecticut. But if you go like to the hardcore areas in New York, if you write over somebody's like throw up and a throw up is like a bubble letter, yeah. something they do quickly. If you just even consider like marking something alongside of their thing and they're around you, yo, they'll pull out a gun and shoot you. That's how crazy it is out there. How, how hardcore it can get. Yeah. People don't realize it. And like, I've had a lot of beef. I've been in a fight before over it, and like, it's just, it's not really worth it. Tying some walls up? To me, no. To other people, yes. Plus it you, is, it's a rush. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's drama. a rush. But like, look what they did to Nipsey, though. Like, they, after he died, somewhere in Connecticut, they put a whole mural up, and then like, it was on the news and everything, and it was dope, but then like, two, three... I He's saw that video. That was off of. They were trying to do something in terms of, um, I guess, promoting their business because the way it lined up, it didn't seem right. What do you mean? The like there was a girl like there in that video, like, and she was all decked out in brand, like her entire outfit from the hat to the shirt to the shorts was yeah. a brand. I'm set up. And, and and it was a brand I didn't know. Like that's not. It's like one of those like somebody started a clothing yeah. line and stuff. And then the girls like instead of stopping this one chick from destroying the murals, like some little white girl just like writing random things around it. And at the same time, it's just like it just doesn't seem. It seems sus. staged. Yeah, yeah it's it's sus. sus. It's on purpose. Sus yeah. AF. And I like I would love to meet the artist. Like I follow him on Instagram. I think his name is Corey Paints, mm -hmm. and he's done a lot of artwork since then. Like he start, I believe he started off with that piece, and then he just blew up throughout Connecticut. And he does like super large scale murals now and stuff. Yeah, so you're you're still like out yeah, of all the projects just... because you kind of like do like a little bit of everything. Like you do other people's logos and uh, like murals and like everything we said before mm -hmm. and drawings and stuff. So like. Which one, in a sense, brings you the best and most, like, entertainment, most revenue, enjoyment? Like, which one do you feel more comfortable with? Because, like, for example, in the music studio, I have to mix and master, I have to record, I have to write. And all, out of all the process of it, my there's only two parts I really like, writing and recording. Mm -hmm. So, like, what's your go-to to, like, feel more comfortable in the art versus mm -hmm. what you get paid for? To be honest, it, like everything has its pros and its cons. Like every like every style is like, oh, I love this, and then I'll have the same project that's related to that style, and I'll be like, I hate this project. Like, you know, I can't really say Except that for sure. Depends on the concept of what you're doing. Pretty much, that like the sense. thing I really do hate about the whole thing, and it's unfortunately what I have to push myself to do is the business side. The business side is the part promoting, of promoting. I agree. Promoting. Because you just want to be the artist. Yeah. I feel the same way. That's why I want to outsource someone else to do it so I can focus on me just doing the art. The, what, what my mentors told me, not all of them, but one of them that I really look up to and I always search for his insight and I always ask for his opinion. He told me that eventually down the road and you have to plan for it now, especially if you have an envision, like a, a vision for this and you want it to happen, you have to find people. You have to build a team. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until now. We just spoke about Yo, that. Yo, we were just literally. fucking talking about like, that. Mm -hmm. And that brings me up to something that I wanted to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. How did, like, how, like, important it is for when you do have a team 
for everyone to play their role. You mm -hmm. feel me? Because not everyone is like meant to be in the spotlight. Not everyone is meant to be in a, like you do all the dirty work. Everything. Everyone's supposed to have an equal position, but someone is supposed to actually put everything together. And then everyone like, what do you think? Can't have a lot of chefs in one kitchen. Mm -hmm. Exactly. How important having a role is to you in the, in the team chef. and playing everyone playing their role. It's it's a double edged sword, if you're trying to be the like the guy who wears all the hats. But you can't though. Exactly, you can. You but you will completely drain hats. yourself. Exactly, you, you can understand all the hats. So when you do have your team, you understand everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So then, if they are fucking you or lowballing you, you have the concept. Wait, wait, this is not adding up. So you don't have to necessarily put all your focus on it, but you can. But eventually, you, you have to understand who you're fucking with. So in the long run, you're going to take the L's and learn this person was meant to be or not meant to be. Now, let me tell you a story that just happened recently to me because I held off on that. And I was not confident in finding someone because I could, well, with my murals, I could paint a certain level. And I'm confident enough to say that my certain level is a higher standard Talk than most other shit. This is what I wanted to talk about. It's at a higher standard than other people around here. Talk it takes shit. longer and I'm more expensive than some of the artists around here. Yeah. But it's one. because, yes, exactly. Like, I take pride in my stuff. Yo, that's now, what I wanted to ask uh, you, too. Now, I have a lot of questions. I know, I know. <laughs> but let me, let me finish this. Yeah. This goes back, going back to that story. Like, I didn't trust people. Yeah. To do what I can do. And this falls back on finding a team. I agree. I had the biggest opportunity of my life recently to do a mural. And it was going to be, I could say it now because I didn't get the job. Um, it was going to be um, Ohio State University. Not nice. I was going to do a large scale branding mural for the Coca-Cola. They were have not Coca-Cola, I'm sorry, Corona. Corona Beer Company. Okay. And it was going to be a three-year branding contract. Wow. Been, that's for the football field, right? Like, yes, the the new, the, I think what? it's been yeah, 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 a It was like, probably going to be like a 5,000 square feet. Like floor mural, multiple walls, like all lettering. And I'm just like, I know I can do that. The time was not on my side. Like, they needed it. it. It was actually this month. Like, that's how, wow. how recent it was. It they was, wanted um, it by this month type shit? They wanted it before football season. Mm. which is at the end of this month. And you know, we needed time to make something really good. Not only that, like, I can't do that stuff. Yeah, like, they, I had a two-week window when yeah, I finally got contacted. Like, they, they reached out to me, and I had a two-week window, and I was just like, in order for me to do this, this has, I, I made an urgency to them. Like, if you want this done by so-and-so date, their date was the 19th of September. Of August. What the fuck? Yeah. They wanted it by the 19th of August, which is like less than a week ago. Mm -hmm. And like, they contacted you. It's like two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> they contacted you a week before you. Yeah. No, they, they expected they, they, you. And I was to like, it's possible. I have to find a team. And that's where the problem started happening. You that's when you realized you needed a fucking team. And I lost out on a $70,000 bet. Wow. $70,000 to paint some letters, you know, some pictures. Big every, money. Every episode. That's big money. Big money. You can teach us. 
Problem I'm making money W's. I'm gonna help you with your murals, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, bro. You could ask me, nigga, I would have went. Um, yo, I would have been bottom. Yo, teach me how to make some murals, bro. I'll and that, help you. And that's the hard part. I didn't have time to teach. <laughs> yeah, you can't. I do didn't that. have time to, like, For like me? we can't do this. Look, like, you don't gotta teach me. You don't know, me. like, other artist type shit that's on your level? That's the problem. Like, there are some people, but they don't have as much experience as I do. You know, and then the other people in this type of field, you also have to worry about because it's so competitive. Like if you were to start asking other people and they try to figure out it's worth, they'll try to take it. Like I've even, one of my other mentors told me, he's like, I have someone that can help you 100%, but he he will 100% steal it from you. (laughs) And I was like, damn. And this is not people our age. I'm talking about people like in their 40s 40s and 50s. Like that's how like, like competitive it is it's yeah. not just people who are young it's people who are older Old. like is this world like when it comes to the art world everybody's like in their own little bubble yeah everybody thinks i'm the like i'm the best artist in bridgeport good for you are you the best artist in connecticut are you the best artist on the east coast are you best artist in the country and that's it's very it's subjective your shit, bro. you know it's like it's super things <laughs> Sorry, that's me being awkward. Um, it's okay, I appreciate it. <laughs> that's like, there's more places out there. And I didn't, I like, when I started getting more professional, like back in like 2000 and probably 14 with my work, I, no one around here would accept me in their art shows. What? No, I don't know. I would apply and because nobody knew who I was, like they didn't know the work I could produce and no one would take like, yeah, come through. No, they wanted all the hood people that were already popular among the hood, the people popular among Bridgeport that were already out there. You see what the fuck I mean, guys? I feel like going on a rant because that is the problem with this clout shit and this media shit. It's not about the creativity and the talent and what we can actually produce and the love for it anymore. It's what what the fucking reputation is and who you know and who you like. Like I said, you got to get to... Just to get into the door, you got to kiss some ass. Your art should speak for itself. But here's the thing. Sometimes it's just pure luck. (laughs) Pure, like, it's like just pure luck. Being at the right place at the right time? No, it's just things just happening. Like, what made people start noticing me here was not even here in Connecticut. Like, I was posting artwork all the time, and I was only getting, like, maybe, like, 10 likes. 15 likes on a picture at most. And somebody just emailed me through my Instagram and they're like, hey, we're so-and-so from Pancakes and Booze art show in NYC. We like your work and we want to personally invite you to the show. Mm-hmm. Like um, you can have this amount of pictures, this is a fee, yada, yada, yada. And I'm just like, I've never had the opportunity to be in art show since that high school. Dope. And I was just like, yeah, like I'll do it. I'll do it. it. It was it was it was a good time. Like I didn't I don't did I sell something? Order. No. Go ahead, buddy. It was a great time though. Yeah, like I, I think I ended up going back there three more times. Yeah. And I ended up at the two shows that I went back there to I ended up selling pieces. And like it's it was for prices that people around here would look at me like crazy, like I'm speaking some other type of language type prices. So how would you go about like like say after you do the drawing and stuff and you wanted to hand out like how how would you go about it like giving it to them like the pieces of paper wallpaper canvases no it would just be original pieces 
Yeah, I'd only have one of ones. Oh, like one and dones, and you're just selling them. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. So is there certain people out there with just your original art that yeah. you don't even have? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like I have some pieces that are in other countries. I guess that's like, something I like about music is that I can drop it. It's still mine. Yeah. And someone else can have it too. But yeah. if I want it, say if I lose it, at least I can download it again. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's always out there. there. Yeah. Like, like that shit makes what you do actually a little bit more valuable. Because if you really blow and they know that that's you and you look like, bro, what? You're creating a market right now without yeah. even knowing. Maybe one day, you know? <clears throat> shit is crazy. Yeah, like, I really fucking appreciate that. Your knowledge, you seem like very capable and very understandable about one, what you want, and two, who who you are. I don't know which one is more important. I guess who you are should be first, actually. How do you feel like, how do you feel like, I don't even know how to word it properly, it's like, well, that's it. No, I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying to, like, <laughs> it's honestly, but it's like, give me a second. But like, even just like your craft and shit, like, how do you feel like it serves like your higher purpose? Like, of what you feel like you should be doing in this world. Like, do you feel like that's what you know, like, at the end of the day, like, when you, you're on your deathbed, like, art was the that was the goal to spread around? And 100%. Do you have a major, like, achievement you'd wish to get in art, at least? Like, I mean, like, not like a trophy or some shit, but, like, a project. What would be, like, the project or your dream project? Yeah, like, the golden project. <clears throat> it always makes me emotional when I talk about it because I wish it happened to me. Sorry if I do get a little emotional because it always it always hits me. I feel that way about Spider Man. <laughs> oh shit! Man. I wish I was Spider Man. Miles Morales or Peter Parker? Peter Parker. I literally sometimes can sit here and get upset, like and sad, yeah. because I just I'm not fucking Spider Man. That's crazy. The goal that I would really like is um. The funding here in our town, Bridgeport, for the arts is very low. Mm-hmm. Last time I went there to visit my art teacher, because I'm still friends with them, they only got $300 for the year. Wow. And that's to divide up between seven classes. Yep. And you know already. What? Yeah. What's cool? Yeah. Uh, Central. It Central is Central. Central. You're talking about Miss Church, right? Yeah, Miss Church. Yeah, Miss um, Miss um, Quinn. Hilden Brent now. Yeah, she's, she's Hilden Brent now. And Miss Quinn, like all them. And like, I was like, that's wild. Like, how can that be? Like, like they, they showed me all, like, they're still running on PCs that are like from the early 2000s. Yeah. Like, they crash all the time. And I'm just like, I would love to be able to like make donate. a bunch of money and then just donate to that department because there's so much talent that could be harnessed yeah. here. But there's so much that they don't know. They've yeah. amazing, amazing art projects done mm-hmm. at Blackham. Like even on mm-hmm. the like at my middle school and Blackham school, they did like on the floor like a giant mural of mm-hmm. uh, all the countries. I mean, not all the states in the in the United States, obviously, and shit yeah. like a giant map of that on the floor for the kids to learn. Mm-hmm. Like they've done like giant murals on the wall. Like now, like I barely see art in schools. Like last time I went there, they completely locked off the library. No one could go in the library because kids would go in there and fight. For black and, or central. <laughs> what the wow. fuck? Yeah, that's what that's what that's that what the teachers told amazing. me. That's a lie, man. They yeah. just wanted to block knowledge. No, when I went there, there was no one in there. It was completely locked off. Like we're all no was locked in inside. That's terrible. Because it's like and a little. Not pain. only that, they're extremely short staffed with security. When I was there, they had like six, seven security guards. Now they only had two. Yeah, so no, these kids are like, they don't have no sense of direction or anything, especially the artistic no, kids. Yeah. Like, they should be kids in schools. What you saying? No, <laughs> not that. Yo, you know no. that's what's going on. Yeah, they brought that back. 
Really? Yeah. Like paddleboarding. Well, I mean, like, like they introduced the policy, bro. I actually, bro. I mean, the way the kids are nowadays, they they kind of deserve it. Kind of. Look, like not all of them, but some of them. The Washington Post. A school district in southwest Missouri is bringing back a measure it last resorted to over two decades ago to address disciplinary problems sprinkling stu- spanking oh, students. I'm sorry, I'm blind. It's yeah. nighttime. <laughs> Zoom that shit in. Facts. I need to, I need to flash up. Oh, you're reading glasses. <laughs> Yo, I really need glasses. This shit is crazy. It says classes start. Wait, did I read that part already? Wow. Yeah. Classes started Monday for the 1900 students in Cassville. R.I.V. School District, I think it's R4 District, about an hour west of Branson and some 15 miles from Arkansas to border, blah, 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 blah. It says, during the open house, family were notified that the school board had adopted a policy in June allowing use of physical force as a method of correcting behavior. Parents were handed forms to specify whether they authorized the school to use a paddle on their child. Hell. I slap the shit out of the teeth. Nobody better touch my child. Yo, cool. do not touch my child. I really... It, I have mixed feelings about it. It's not that that it's bad. I think it's like... Not their responsibility. Not their responsibility. It's not yeah. their problem. But at the same time, like... Some people they don't need it. Dad. Some kids don't like, Here's an example. Yes. That's here's an example. Is. There was one point in time I was r- driving Uber to help fund my projects. Mm-hmm. Courteous, polite, you know. Somebody sends their kid downstairs to pick it up. The ki- this is in PT. I know you guys know where PT is, right? No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, again, the woman upstairs who seemed to be someone older, it might have been an older sister or a mother or something like that. I don't know. She points to the kid, telling him, can you go to the Uber and, like, pick up my food? He comes over to me, he's giving me the dirtiest look, snatches food out of my hand and says, thanks. Then turns right back around. Mind you, this kid is probably like eight years old. He shouts out to the top, don't fucking talk to me like that. Sticks the middle finger out. Fuck you. I will slap the shit out of you. To his moms? To whoever it was. And I'm just like, you need to get your ass beat. Yeah. Yeah. By I don't know who, because if you talk to me like that, oh my god, I'd be so angry and there's nothing I could do about it. Somebody yeah. needs to be trapped. surprised though. I agree. Some yeah. of them just be hard-headed, bro. Some of them just some act like that because of some go. shit that uh, happens in the crib and they just don't have that father figure. Or Yeah. yeah. But then there's also those parents who just let them get any, like, away with anything. Like you feel me? And, yeah. like, who are just spoiled right and yeah. it doesn't matter where they're right or wrong. It's just... They're right. You I mean, there's irresponsible parents, too. Yeah. Like, definitely. There's people that should not be parents. I've seen a video of this fucking lady. It was years ago, though. Like, she literally gave her infant. Like, she was smoking a blunt. She gave her infant. I saw that video. And then she gave it to, like, she gave it to, like, her four-year-old. Gave it to, like, the infant. And, like, they're just, like, like, they don't even know what they're doing. They're, they're having fun with it. in the blunt. Like, that shit's wild. <laughs> it's like the woman who got, who took her daughter, kid, or whatever. It's like a, like a toddler in the brought him to get a tattoo and the question is like when the kid got the tattoo yeah he was screaming in the chair the question is why would you tattoo baby? not only that what kind of artist would do that like how desperate are you for money you know i'm pretty sure mad tat artists definitely 
There's a, there's a, I mean, like, I'll be real, I see a lot of fucked up tattoos out there, and I'm just like, damn, how much you pay for that, 25? Yeah, that Mm. looks like a $25 tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Some people pay mad right for it to still look fucked up. I was actually looking on Facebook on, like, terrible tattoos from what the picture that they drawn, it was just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was That happens, (laughs) it happens all the time. It's terrible. People look at stuff like that. No, it just pops up. Like, my algorithm just shows me, like... I'd be mad if I had a bad tattoo. So your phone just magically popped up terrible tattoo. Yeah, yeah, the random random memes people other people post it. I see random memes all the time because I'm really on Facebook and Instagram. I get stuff like that all the time because I'm an artist. You mentioned it around your phone. It's going to pop up soon, don't worry. Yeah, literally. I hope not. Money, money, money. Money, money, money. I need all the money. Bang, 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 bang. Your phone's like, I agree. I need the money, too. I mean, I won't lie. I was at that point in time, too, starting out. I do want to talk to you about one more thing. What's up? So, obviously, you and I, like, I've basically asked for your services multiple times. And out of all, I want to say first, out of all, like, I guess, the people who I've paid for a service, like, even including, like, in one studio session, I've never even paid what I paid for him to draw my cover. You, you get what I'm saying? Like, he draws my cover, and he's literally not even charging me. He's charging me the friendly discount because we, we go way back. Like, yesterday's price is not today's price. I'm going to let you motherfuckers know right now. So don't try to ask for Abe Loso's price because he's not giving it. We're talking... Until he gets the discount code to we put on the website. <laughs> yeah, we talking a thousand and more type shit. <laughs> for cover art, talk to him, J. I Fox. wish it was a thousand. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I wouldn't be living in Bridgeport. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to gas a pot. Yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I've been close a few times, but I still no, haven't hit it. But I don't understand. I want you to talk about, in a sense, what the quality of work, in a sense, that you deliver, and how, in a sense, people would try to lowball you <laughs> and get a cheaper price for something that you know what your true value is. Like, isn't understanding your value of what you do very important? 100%. And getting what you pay for? Yes. So, like, yeah. how do you understand, like... How do you deal with clients like that from a day to day? Well, it used to be very hard like that because um, when you don't have a large portfolio and you don't have like a, an already built clientele, people will think like I can take advantage of this person because they want to get money. They want to get recognition. Exactly. And it really all comes down with just learning experiences. You, you, all right. I, I did at least a hundred hours worth of work and I only got paid 50 bucks not doing this again or <laughs> you know like after like the 15th time of doing a drawing like that for 50 bucks you start realizing this is too much work yeah you know like I have I'm worth more yes you start realizing and like you start it's like I don't like to compare myself because like I come I have to compete with me I agree you know like I, I have to make sure that I'm better than I was yesterday, yesterday. And having that type of mentality, like I would observe other pieces that are getting made by people around me. I'm not going to say names. And I'll be like, wow, this person charged this much for that. And like, I, like, I just knew more about how to do a process that I can point out in somebody's piece where it's like, all right, this is weak here. This is weak here. This is weak here. Why isn't this 
like formatted this way why is this pixelated you can't print this like this can't apply to everything that you're saying like yeah. and they'll charge like hundreds maybe thousands of dollars and i'm just like at that point i'm just like you're shitty yo like i could do way better work than this so you just because they build a clout they image they, they re-image them they like have an image of themselves already and that's why they can put yeah. those prices though yeah you feel me like boom i got like 12k followers I'm gonna get. I'm gonna tell y'all whatever fucking price I want right now. Like it's funny though. That's like, what I feel like. It that. makes sense. Yeah. But the problem is because of social media, that's what's in a sense defining what like art is. Is the following that you have, but not everyone has that following or that attachment to social media. Everyone's like real artists actually sees it as in the sense of a crutch and a distraction. The only genuine artists out there that sell their content for cheap and. Our OnlyFans model. Mm, yeah. <laughs> but they're like, $3.99, subscribe for, subscribe for 30 mm-hmm. days. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Just keep it going for a year. Yeah. Then, the, you know, you have those beginner girls that are like, oh, I'm top gold in my city. So, like, I'm going to charge, like, a $20 subscription. You're like, girl. You know what I, I even got girl. OnlyFans for? I can't knock their hustle, bro. It's Just the investing. Nah, I'll be real. I, OnlyFans is for investigation. Exactly. The only reason why I even got an OnlyFans was because we know a common whore who wait, wasn't a whore. You have you know, one or you purchase you know, one? Common sex worker. And not even a sex worker, more of us. Wait, She's wait, not a whore. She's a boss. Wait, That's an aggressive statement. So you subscribe to somebody's OnlyFans? I guess we can say yeah. I, I did. Just to see what it was like because I was curious. I mean, like you seen one... Toto, you see them all, you know? It wasn't the Toto, it was the Tetas. Not really. The Tetas? Yeah. Not really, I've, bro. Like, freaking to me, it's like, I've, I've been with, I've been all so many. Like, it's yeah, like, but all, they're all the same. Vaginas no, are not. not the same, and all boobies are definitely not the same. They're definitely That not. is where we disagree. We have to, yeah, no, have that, to appreciate certain breasts on certain women, because that is not going to be... I mean, like, like, as valuable on a Some of them movie. have, like, beauty marks in certain places. Scientific. Scientifically speaking, though, like, what the left titty is smaller than the right titty, so none of them are the same, like literally. But you see, this like mistaken. If you also think about it, you have to to think about it in a reverse role too. Like you're you're dissecting a woman's body like this because it's what you prefer, but also with the women, like you have to think about like. She's, she'll just dissect too. me uh, exactly she'll just yeah. dissect me too and she's like why he got a little freckle on the tip of his dick you know like <laughs> some shit like that but but I, like, I get it where like she kind of like compliments it and finds it like adorable it was mm-hmm. like oh I like that birthmark but dick. then you also have to look at like um, let's say you see the one guy who's like 300 pounds like he can barely walk and he bags a girl that he's been with for like 10 years and this was before he got famous like why is she with him why isn't she with me who's like ripped or jacked or like I have all this money or stuff like that or like I'm a very handsome fellow like why wait what do you mean now I'm confused it's like um it's like you're pointing out all these things and like how to appreciate certain things but it's like like you can appreciate everything exactly exactly but details matter especially as an artist isn't certain things about a woman that you would probably appreciate more it for me it's like I really need to connect with the person on a mental level. I agree. So I be. I like. I've been with women of all shapes and sizes, and it's just like. It's all shapes. It's not the it, it, like the the most. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Why are you sucking it like that? 
All shapes. All shapes. Small, medium, large. Yeah. bitches. Circle bitches. Black, white, Asian, Hispanic. Like freaking like it's been around the rainbow. It's like finding that person who's just like not only do you find them attractive, but you find out that they see the same views as you. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, like partner. He's preaching my music, guys, and he's not even rapping. That's crazy. I don't even have to nah, rap his rapping. I just gotta just talk he like this. Is rapping. This man, yo, J Paz, you the man, bro. I'm okay. You doing good, man. Okay, I would say the same thing if somebody gassed me up. I thought that's what true. happened yesterday to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody was like, yo, bro, your shit was fine. Like, good looks, bro, but I fucked up. Yeah, we went up to like, the I said that to really you always be your hardest critic. Yeah. I am. He oh, actually yeah. went down to the Boogie yeah. Down Grind again yesterday. Oh, yeah. In the Bronx. Um, if you guys ever heard of the Boogie Down Grind Cafe. I've heard of the, the Boogie Down Cafe. Yeah, that Boogie one. Down. I've, I've, uh, I've heard of um, like the Bronx Brewery. I did a mural over there, and they host a thing that's called the Boogie Down every year. So yeah, I, I got confused with that. Oh, Everyone, but it's the Boogie Down Cafe. Every, Boogie every Wednesday, Down. guys, they do open shows. So if you guys ever have some bars you want to go spit or you want to go see it blow, so hopefully he's there mm-hmm. and you want to hear his words come through, it's definitely going uh, to be really nice to see some Hello. people. And then that's how we know you're listening to the podcast. We probably have some merch for you guys. Oh, be on the lookout. Be ready for that. Yeah, we're really looking out. It's not just like... I'm trying to grow in different aspects, and when I mean grow, before you grow, you have to build a foundation first, so it's like, there's the business side of things, there's the artist side of things, mm-hmm. and then there's the actual shit that are like I just love to do, and then obviously there's work and responsibilities, yep. so within life, unfortunately, until I get to that end result, I have to come up with, in a sense, somewhat of a balance, so like I understand, in a sense, you weren't always like self-employed off your art. But it took you a while to get to that point, right? So, like, how, like, did you knew that you was always going to get to it? Was there times where you just like, damn, I might have to face that 9 to 5 and retire? Or, like, did you always knew, like, I don't want to do this shit, so I'm going to do it my way? Like, When did you quit your 9 to 5, basically? And I, art I would say I quit. It was, it was um, a ghost story, huh? He was like, fuck this. Nah. I'm trying to fuck this That is a ghost story to talk about for the podcast. Started. <laughs> yeah. yes. um, we started with a ghost story. That's crazy. Yeah. So after that shit, I was, I was drawing murals. I ain't but going to no more ghost stories. Honestly, it was like um, probably after high school, I went to college and like took more classes, but then I dropped out. And because like, I'm not book savvy. Like, for some reason, I just follow my intuition. I agree. I agree. And, like, um, I, I think I graduated high school with, like, a 1.9. And, like, I dropped out with, like, a... <laughs> I dropped out with, like, a 2.1. So, it really didn't me? improve. Yeah. And that's right. Like, um, and I just knew, like, for some reason, I just put it in my head, like, if I keep drawing, someone will notice. Mm-hmm. If I just keep doing this, someone will notice. It's a great mindset to have. You know, and I was working at Toyota of Stanford. Like, um, and to be honest, I don't mean to put them on blast, but I'm I'm pretty sure the crew that was there is not there anymore. But it was a very toxic environment. And I wasn't wasn't ready for it. I'll be, yeah, like, I I wasn't ready for it. Like, I was like 20, I just turned 20. And I'm working with, like, grown men who are, like, in their, like, between 20s, 30s, 40s, 
Like, yeah, like people who's like, this is my life. And they talking circles around you. Yeah, and I don't know anything. And like, I felt very uncomfortable. Like, I didn't yeah. know how to act toward people because I was very awkward. And it That's got to the point where like, I think I came home crying one day and I said, I can't do this job anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, as, like the boss, like the manager, he wasn't that nice to me. He was like, he would talk shit behind my back or like, He'd be in the next room talking shit faced. Yeah. yeah, like just wild. I'm just like I don't know what to do, and like no one's training me how to be better. Like it's just like all right, here you go, just, just fuck up. It's on you. Yeah. Like you know, just I'm just like oh my god, like That's I wasn't ready for that. And one day I was just like I had a job opportunity at another spot, and I got cut before the opportunity even happened. Mm-hmm. And for they already had, no for um for just running an office. Oh, okay, okay. And they cut me before that even happened. And I had already put in my two weeks at Toyota. And they the minute I put in my two weeks, he had, my manager already had somebody lined up. Wow. He was just waiting for me to crack. And he's like, well, if you want to come back, I know it didn't work out. You can't work here, but like we can make you a driver. And I was just like, it's a driver. Like, yeah, I didn't say that. A uh, salesman, so a driver? No, no I, was, uh, I was a parts guy. I worked with parts. Mm, yeah, oh, that's see. crazy. And like, I was just like, you know what? I have like at least three, four months worth of savings. And I just looked at him and I'm just like, I'm just going to try and do art full time. How long ago was this? This is when I was 20, like 21, I think. So you've been fucking ago. doing this for almost 11 years? Professionally, yes. That's fucking That's insane. Right. And like, um, I am so happy and honored that you sat here on the Jungle Squadcast. Podcast. Before you start congratulating me, it's now all sunshine and rainbows. It never is. Yeah, it definitely was. It was a it's lot a journey. of. That's what I want you to talk yeah. about. Like, how fucking hard was it? To, because like, yeah, you had that mindset, but obviously there was like shit to smack you, like doors just closed on you, and then you were just taking L after L until you just like, hit the right door. The first, when that happened. I was just drawing and trying to market myself on Instagram. This is when Instagram first came out. And I and like um I didn't realize like so many people would pay attention at that point in time. People would just look at a hashtag, look at a picture and still not like it, you know? Yeah, That's yeah. how it was back then. It still is. And yeah, it still is like that. Now they tell you how many people now actually look at it. Views you know? videos, yeah. But then like I remember seeing Chris Brown's name pop up. On one of my pictures, I'm like, what the fuck? Mm. This can't be real. And I went into it and it actually was Chris Brown. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it was just some random picture I was trying to draw of Kid Cudi with uh, half of his face was going to be like... Um, moon and shit? No, it was going to be like a T-800 from, from Terminator. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. And it was inspired because at that time, Man on the Moon, I think, well, yeah. was like my main album. No, that shit was my yeah. shit back then, man. I love it. The first one, yeah. the first two were really good. Yeah. And then, what is it? At that point in time, I'm just like, somebody's watching. Yeah. What and I'm just say? like, I would just start drawing, continue drawing. So he just liked it or he commented? He liked it. Nice. All he did was like it. That's fire, though. And like, I would just be like, all right, somebody's watching. Somebody is watching. And so I'm just like, I'm going to keep drawing, keep drawing, keep drawing. And... I was working on a drawing for a contest at one point and it was just, I didn't, wasn't going to win anything. I just wanted bragging rights. And it was a drawing of a car with this famous car in Australia. And it was a, I think a Mitsubishi evolution, like Evo nine, I think it is MR Mm -hmm. emission or something like that. I'm not too familiar on it, 
but I thought it was the sickest car, one of the sickest cars I've ever seen, and I love the blue on it. And for the contest, it was like it was called House of Elites, and people would just draw pictures of cars and yeah. post them on there. And I posted mine, and they submitted it, and it popped up in the contest. Oh shit! And I remember working on that. I was crying. It was like <laughs> three in the morning, like almost four, and I'm just like Excitement. running out of money. Wow! If you never ever tried for your fucking. Mm-hmm. Like craft while working on it, you never you don't really love that shit because I I swear to God I can really relate to that. Mm-hmm. Like I literally just had something just tugging on my heart where I just couldn't release it, and then I just put it onto paper, and someone asked me mm-hmm. to like, like basically rap it in front of them, in front of the crowd and shit, and then like I'm literally like, in tears because mm-hmm. it's like something like really impersonal like that really happened. So it was like that's something that I really do take to heart because. When you do go through real life shit and the like I was telling you having like healthy ways to like do things, putting it into your work and into your craft is one way to do it, but sometimes you still gotta cry. It's well, like I definitely got no no. No, it's okay. No, you haven't spoken all podcasts. Go ahead. He's very absurd. Definitely de- he's definitely defended himself. Yeah. Uh, about yeah, beating women. Yeah, yeah, After that, he was like, yeah. we're not saying nothing else. <laughs> we're not cursing <laughs> He said, he said, yo, it trying to make me catch a case. Right out of here, yo. <laughs> the boy's going to come. Oh, my God. Nah, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't mean to cut you out like that, bro. Nah, Chill. I forgot. Talk to me. Okay. Man, he's like, okay, okay. okay. He's like, I know you got some shit to ask him, too, though. Oh, no, I had to, I had some questions for the pod. Oh, we, we here. Talk to him. It was just, like, some questions that I thought about asking some women. It was like, what do women want to know? From men, like what would they ask us? They want to know how we shut up. Beyond, <laughs> I think they. I think something that like, like what from, would a woman want to know? I think from what we like just talked about. Question. Why do you cheat? I feel like that from, is one. That yo, I'm gonna be real, guys. I be speaking and y'all be talking way too much. What? I'm trying to get out of question. <laughs> and every time I do it, yeah, I be trying. And then y'all just keep going. Oh, I'm sorry That's about not that. not true, man. Yeah, trust me. I'm sorry. It's man. not me. <laughs> it ain't me. Okay. I feel like from what we just spoke about on like you mentioning that men cry. Yeah. For example, like you, it, it's okay to get tears out. I think something that what Eli is asking right now is, I think something they do want to know is, do men cry? And I feel like, yeah, we do. Because there's I a agree. lot of there's a lot of women out there that are like men are just very tough and rigid and some don't experience or see like some male figures in their life like actually shedding tears or even just men in general like mm-hmm. have certain like father figures in their life that are just mad hard like and that's where it comes from like even our other conversation we had where you said you had that little kid snatching the food and being rude like yeah. not having a father figure things like that or you yeah. know just their father being an irresponsible father like I feel like I agree bro it's smart to let people know like Men cry like it's okay to cry. Like, yeah. get that shit out. Shed a tear. In yeah, a sense, it's not happens. even about, like, um, like for example, they're not saying, like, we want to cry. Okay, it's not that we don't cry. The problem is, is that what you were going to cry about, I'm not going to cry <laughs> I'm about. I'm trying to make a solution about it. Yeah, so, like, I'm going, like, it's just a level of what we, in a sense, deem important and valuable and hold dear to our heart. My things are not in a sense like earthly and secular. It's more spiritual and like 
I'm 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 like from a bird's eye view type shit. So like, I mean, secular and spiritual aren't those like? No, no, no. Secular. I didn't say those yeah. are two separate things. They're two separate. Yeah, secular is like that raunchy music and shit. Yeah. Just worldly and like, just like things, like things and shit don't impress me. It's like the mind, the body, and like the soul, and like what you can do with what we love. That's what really, like, in a sense, like I care about. So something like that, if I wasn't able to do what I love, that's something worth crying for. Mm-hmm. Or someone who who actually inspired me or got me to where I'm at today and then I lost them, that's something like I'm crying for. Yeah. So like yeah. girls with dead ass cry or, or even like I guess some guys too, like would literally cry over some shit like they happening in a yeah. movie. But like the only thing that I'm crying for that I've watched is when one piece is over. Yo, for <laughs> real. <laughs> like uh, other than that, there's no nothing you're else. Such a die-hard fan. Yeah, I don't really understand satisfied. how. It happens so subtly. Nah, bro, I've had so much, like, <laughs> I've spent so much time on it now at this point. Like, they're family. Like, yeah. the characters are family. You don't you understand, That's the same bro. for Stranger That's Things. With Naruto. When Stranger uh, Things yeah. is over, How I'm many sad. seasons are there? And you know what's weird? There's no seasons. There are arcs. You know what's weird for Naruto? It's like... But 13, technically. I've, I was sad when Naruto ended, and I was happy for Boruto, but... It's not the same. Don't, don't ask me if I watch Boruto. You don't watch it, bro? I don't watch it. No, I've only watched the, like... The episodes that need to with Naruto and Sasuke. Like, oh, hand, nah, bro. It's actually business. good. And the manga's getting really fucking I got, crazy. I got up to, like, maybe, like, episode oh, 90 and I stopped. I, I stopped watching when they skipped over the, the new kids' tuning exams. Yeah. yeah. I stopped watching after that. I'm like, how you not gonna have the tuning exams? Bro, how am I not supposed to see what these they, kids are capable of? They, they, they ain't capable of the shit. They're not. Yeah, like, that, that, that after that, sucks. I kind of stopped watching Boruto. They, like, like, made it super kid-friendly, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I remember seeing a comparison from the first season of Naruto where um it's, like, episode something, and it's Gara versus Rock Lee. Yeah. I got that tattoo there from that, yeah. that one scene. That's dope. And, that like, um, thank you, because yeah, that scene impacted me a lot. But when you compare it, the same episode number to Boruto, I think it was, like, they were just walking around in, like, little cuddly, wuddly fucking costumes. Cuddly, shit. And I'm just, like... The fuck is this? Yeah, like what? even like Broccoli's son is was mad pussy from the last I see yeah. metal, and I'm just like, how does that even work? Like you were built on like hard work and dedication. How was he a pussy? His name is Metal. Yeah, and this nigga's a pussy. Everybody's mad soft in this shit. Honestly, they're really soft. The only bitch I like is fucking Chochi's daughter. Honestly, Sasuke's daughter is fire. Sada does nice. Yeah, and Boruto. I'm telling you right now, you really should start watching him. And um, I forgot the other two's name. I'm gonna go with the time skip. I'm just it's happening. Like, I know I heard it. They're introducing it and everything for the next art. But guys, we all fucking was at the movies last week and we saw a fucking Dragon Ball Super. Yes, yeah, we know we all have some mixed fingers. I mean feelings about it. And <laughs> fingers. Fingers. Mixed okay. fingers. Mixed feelings about it. And I want to talk about that too. That was like one of the last things we did together. Yeah, that was true. Yeah, Eli didn't come long. It's it's true. He is it was fire. against anime. Apparently. Never. Yo, bro. You have Avatar it? last April. See, that is... That means... Technically not an anime, but it's appreciated. It, 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 that was my gateway yeah. into anime. Bro, oh, okay. watch Yu Yu Hakusho next. I'm going to recommend yeah, it. I'm so sorry that one way to, to with the Giants. What? With the Giants? No, no. Attack, Attack on Titan. Whole other thing, yeah. Yeah. That's new. You got to watch whole nah, thing. Right? You got to watch Yu Yu Hakusho oh. first. I think you're going to fuck with it. It's actually pretty good. And see Death Oh, you know what's Death Note was good. Because we're all, except for me and him, I know I'm older than you guys, so that means I had a taste of different anime than you guys did. Like, I'm pretty shocked and shit. Outlaw Star, 
big big old case closed case closed like the original baki right the original baki like um all of the i remember i first saw freaking akira akira first time i saw akira was like in sixth grade Man, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Case closed. Ghost in the show. That the original Ghost in the show. Like case closed plot was like the most amazing plot ever. I've never watched Case Closed and I keep seeing it and I want to watch it. Wait, but wait, it's like like Sherlock Holmes. He get. I think he gets transformed. Yeah, he got transformed into like from being a teenage. I mean, a grown man to To a little boy. Yeah. Oh, like some Benjamin Button shit? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. like someone did like, solves crimes. Yeah. And he solves crimes as like a child. Yo, the crimes he be solving, though? Crazy. Damn, that shit was tough. Yeah, no, I remember Samurai Champloo. That was fire. Now, that one was too fire. That's one of the first ones yeah. I actually watched. Mugen that was shit. like my can favorite. Can we write these down so I can have like a little watch? Bro, so we'll definitely <laughs> give you some recommendations, <laughs> trust me. But I'm telling you right now, just watch One Piece. <laughs> and then like you got independent films and stuff like that that were banned yeah. back in the day like, what do you watch I did watch one that was banned mm-hmm. what, what, what do you watch one piece uh, country roll watch it on Netflix for right now until you, you, you can watch it on one. Netflix yeah. yeah from like the first episode yeah. yeah but it's not like all of them yet so no. it's like shout out for any blows holding down the country roll account it's been uh, really appreciated. Yeah, mm. you should smoke me up at least twice a month for free. <laughs> but like no funny shit though. We we didn't even talk about two things. One, we didn't talk we didn't finish talk about the, the reviews on Dragon Ball Super. We keep skipping past it. And two, we also earlier skipped past that question about your worst and greatest clients, like experience. We didn't really right. we, we averaged <laughs> off. Like no, um, he didn't. Probably I would say the greatest client that I ever had. They were all they were all good in their own way. All right, so most profitable. He's like, listen, I don't, don't want to say most profitable. <laughs> he's like, listen, he's like, listen, um, you don't have to pay I would we say would the most re- the greatest like project I've had most recently like would probably have to be the Hartford Healthcare Amphitheater. Anyone here in Bridgeport, where um they hired me out to paint a mural for um. Right over the here. concessions, yeah, yeah, oh, for shit. the concessions for Corona beer. Nice. They hired me out to do that. That so was like probably one of the best ones I've done. And that's fine. Um, I got, I got offered opportunities that I'll say have required degrees. And I am a college dropout with a one point nine GPA. Talk to him. You guys are getting off the train in Bridgeport, Connecticut, and you have He's to basically go by MetLife Stadium. You exactly. see those murals? Just know our boy Jay Paz was there. Not MetLife. MetLife is New York. Oh, that is yeah, that is MetLife. I'm thinking, what the fuck is our name? Oh no, it's uh, the Amphitheater. Okay, yeah, that's one of them. The worst one. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. Nah, I'm shouting you out, bro. That's it. I just want them to know now. Anybody listening? You gotta show us, bro. Bro, there could be someone on the train listening to the spot right now, and look out the fucking window and see that shit and be like, oh, oh shit. I think fire. you probably can see it from the train station. You can. Yeah, like, if the train's train going by, you can see it, I believe. That's the like, um, That would be fire. That's going to get drunk and take a The only thing ride. is, like, I cannot, like, that work because it's for in um a third party, like, uh, entertainment marketing company. I can, I could not sign it. Damn. Some of the pieces that I do, I'm not allowed to sign, unfortunately. So that that's fucked up because then moving forward, what if I mean that on t-shirts? Is it really a money? Big, yeah, I mean it is what it is, but at the end of the day, I still. Yeah, like, 
Still got paid. But now you gotta discuss like long terms, like royalties off that shit. Cause they definitely yeah. are gonna be profiting off your work because it's fire, bro. Wait, by sign, do you mean like just signing your name at the bottom? Yeah, of it? yeah. So why don't you like make an insignia or something like that? That subtle. that is actually I'm planning on something. A subtle little insignia that you put in there that it's un it's like yours. not noticeable when you look at it. You're like, mm-hmm. that's my logo. It's um, it it is something that's come across me because I've seen it a lot done in Bushwick, mm. and it's by sh- shout outs to them, Colossal Media. Mm-hmm. They're like the one of the lead mural painters in New York, mm-hmm. and the only difference between street art and what they do is that they do it for like high fa- high brands like Coca Cola, Gucci, stuff like that. Mm. Excuse me, and they're hand painted advertisements, and I got the idea from them because they have a logo, their logo, but it's like a metal plaque. Mm-hmm. that they attach to the wall and you can't remove it makes sense and yeah. i'm just like i need to do something like that so i've been trying to figure out how to get that done but like paint i haven't it. had time to really put into it but that definitely has a change starting probably like next year That's well, awesome. so you think since you started 11 years ago until now that where you started from is like you're and where you're at now you're better yeah, one hundred percent. You evolved. Yes, I'm. I'm still like learning, and I'm probably gonna. I would say this year has been nothing but learning, and I'm definitely hitting another level next year. Like definitely one hundred percent, percent for sure. It like goes back to like the thing we were talking about before about like going like freelancing full time for the first time. Is like, I like during that time I didn't make no money. I didn't make. I, I probably in like the four months that I was freelancing, I only made like three hundred bucks. But those 300 bucks were my first international sales. Like I, I sold internationally before I sold to anyone about here. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Yeah, it went like the pieces, one piece went to England and the other piece went to Australia. Like and the one from Australia ended up being the owner of a car company. Wow. And his he wife ended it. up hiring, yeah, he has it. And his wife ended up hiring me for another piece. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up, having another person that she knew reach out and do a piece for them that I had to ship to Australia. That's incredible because you know what that shows? When something is like, when you do something right and you you do something well and you provide an actual good service, that's all it's going to take for them to come back to you. Not clout, Mm -hmm. not media chase, not none of that. And then that is going to show what they're going to do is network that like Mm -hmm. what you do to another person who wants like similar things on some like regular like conversation. Like it just Mm -hmm. happens so subtly. So like, I feel like one, your way is, is a very good like traditional way to actually built the original way that's what they were doing before the art media the art speaks for itself yeah you have like both you experienced both like before the like social media i saw the transition social media and it was like you understood after seeing it which one you prefer Mm -hmm. so that's a cool aspect like uh, unfortunately like kids nowadays and like us pretty much we were a little bit more conditioned to it and like Mm -hmm. we're more savvy to it in a sense, there's even like the generations after us, they're even more savvy to it. So like, I can guarantee senses, it's emojis now. Yeah, I can guarantee 100% that you may see an artist online who has like an extremely large following. And I'm talking about in the hundreds of thousands that, that makes barely sense. makes a penny. Yeah. And the art is amazing, but no one hires them. And then you have people like me where I'm just like, yeah, I only got a measly 2000 followers maybe not even i have like 1800 and my pictures get like 10 likes sometimes maybe like not even double digits but i have private clients that i work with 
that pay hundreds to thousands of dollars to reach out to you. While LeBron and Curry was fucking winning chips, he was winning his own chips behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. You feel like stacking. everybody was trending and talking about every other bullshit and fuck shit that was going on. Through the corona like virus, this man was still making money. Then you go to Mexico during the COVID times? Yeah, for a project. Mexico, I did work in New York, I did work in Rhode Island, I did work in Massachusetts. What's the farthest you ever had during to go Mexico. Mexico? During Corona Mexico. times, he was social from a distance. Ah, like that <laughs> words. That was good. Ah, that was good. Yeah, I came I like up with that, that shit myself. That's my bar. My song that he yeah. just said that. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to be an artist but not be quoted, bro. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> yeah, but you, you just jacked it was your bars. That's what the the laughs were for. I'm we know it's a joke. Respectfully, he said, I don't remember the philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> he said, This is my art. This is why we got to sit down and practice and do it because I was really trying. I was like, Oh shit, they're trying to charge me for the sounds. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Oh, wait. Jordy be knowing the free movie websites, the free anime websites. Yeah, we gonna. You gotta find the free sound websites. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, I was already looking at that. Like, that takes uh, WAV. Wave? Yeah, like yeah. it's a wave. We just literally need to find a wave converter on a like, website and we can... Just do it off YouTube and shit? Yeah, and find just... something oh, I can do that. and transfer it into there and make it the media. I guess I could do that. That's easy. You know how like, they have the MP3 converter? Just find the WAV converter. Yeah. And we can get most of the songs. Most of them still do the same thing, so fuck it. Yeah. Just make sure none of the songs are copyrighted. You're right. Like, we can't be, like, saying a bunch of shit. <laughs> You're right. But, but um, I think I really appreciate you coming here, bro. Thank you. Yeah, that like, was, was really, a great conversation. Yeah, it was really interesting. You're actually the first person we've actually invited a part of the show. Thank you, because I am drenched in sweat. Yeah, we it's all, hot. We all dealt yes. with this like men. For real. We're going to go into the room with the AC on. We just, you know, for sound purposes, until we get a bigger space where we can have, like, air. <laughs> it's a working process, but I'm proud of it. You feel me? Because yeah. before we leave, um, definitely, could you give us like one more time, like let people know where to find you, like oh, what you're sure. servicing out there, you know, what to look out for, and some advice. This is your plug-in time. You feel me? Okay. What okay. do you got going for yourself, bro? Well, if you want to find me, I'm on Instagram, J Studios. That's J P as in Peter, A I Z as in Zebra Studios. I the link right there. Don't there you go. Nice. Yeah, we don't have it. Bridgeport, Connecticut. My website and my YouTube accounts should all be linked up there if you want to t- take a look for yourself. Pretty much. And it speaks for itself, guys. It really does. Pretty much the only advice I could give someone for everything is probably be the person that you needed when you were younger. Mm. That's great. That was a great. I, that was actually a nice. Wow. That and um, that's crazy. Don't go Can to I the Zoomies in Clinton. <laughs> don't go to the Zoomies in Clinton, Connecticut. Oh, remember yeah. who you needed to be when you were younger? Be, be the person you need. Oh, be, be the person when you were younger. Yeah. Be wow. that. Be the person. I agree. You know, I fucking agree with that because a lot of people forget because of everything that happens. You get hit with bills, you get responsibility, relationships, work, this and that shit that you love. And then like certain things that you had held as like your foundations and core principles start to like drift away. 
And because of that, you kind of, in a sense, get lost in the sauce and you have to kind of like hone yourself back in. It's very important what he just said. Yo, wait, I actually have one last question. Sure. Because of what I'm just saying. Do you guys see yourself as you thought you'd see yourself as a kid? I never had a plan. Like of a self-image of yourself? No. Do you know it's something that's really funny? Like now I just started like jerting on my hair. I've always seen myself like doing this in the future. Yeah, and it's crazy. At like twenty six now, I'm finally doing it. But this is something like I've had image of of like who I'd look like as a person in the future. I've always seen myself making music. I could see you with dreads. Like see, that's what I'm saying. Honestly, I thought you would always have like one of those like real dread. It's gonna look fire. They come. I think by the time they come, the pod is gonna be popping already. <laughs> For real, that'd be nice. What episode do you think we're gonna be on? So we could like we're gonna be in the. I think we're gonna be in like the. We're gonna be in a TV show stage. We're gonna be in like the Skypea arc, like type. Oh, you guys, you guys are gonna be making your own avatars in the metaverse. Oh, uh, yo, we gotta do a metapod. Yo, metapod. 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 Harding. Yeah. Yeah, we got a Pokemon. Are any of you guys in tune with the metaverse? A no. little bit. I'm not not yet. Not not you know what's going on I only in that play shit? Oculus. I do not. Maybe. I mean, I play Rec Room on PS4. How do you guys want to know about it, though? Like, it's do you want to know the business everything. side? Do you want to know the entertainment side? I want to buy property. Do you, know, do you even want to know, like, I guess if I was in the music side? I would like I to host a virtual art show. That would be sick, but I feel like... Oh my, did what, you see? What would be a dope idea is to purchase property and then make your own gallery. And people do that. And then, people, that. And then you can have like a ticket. That's the business side. So that's what an NFT has a ticket to sell to go yeah. to the art gallery. Yeah. Not even the NFTs. That's what people the uh, NFTs are like for though. Like no, I'm saying like there's other ways that, for example, you see how like there's real estate like out here. What they're doing is they're monopolizing real estate in the like metaverse, so you can actually claim real estate and have like actual digital real estate. Yeah, that's fine. Like if he did that and made a gallery and and then had a ticket like for people to purchase to actually go inside. Like yeah, I think Balenciaga or uh, one of them did a virtual online gallery recently, like like maybe like a year or two ago, where you'd click the link, you could go in, and it's three D, where like it was kind of interactive, like a video game, where you could hit the analog to go up yeah. and like take a left and look at the shit right here take the like all the new shit that was dropping like it looked really sick yeah. I feel like it would take it to a next level if like you know with the VR goggles like the Oculus and stuff like that like you make your own avatar and then you're there somewhat physically yeah well, did you see the guy doing yeah, the Spider-Man the, the Spider-Man mural the on the in the metaverse it's yeah, like the actual yeah, yeah. like the graffiti can he had yeah, the virtual yeah. acting gloves and he was legitimately drawing like spray yeah. painting a brick wall and you know what's cool and detailed about drawing in the metaverse They what they were doing is the more you zoom in the different arts that they were so you can add art on top of art mm-hmm. on top of art inside crazy. Crazy. I'm not on that level yet <laughs> I don't like, know it's crazy. We didn't mean to happen to the future, guys. The but, NBA is going like, to be crazy, though, because they what they're doing is they're going to start profiting off tickets from the metaverse because there's they had, like, little betas where, like, you can watch the NBA games and there's, like, an NBA avatars and shit, like, around you, and then you're you're watching it virtually. I'll be damned if I'm watching Wii Sports mm-hmm. for the fucking finals. Just a little bloop, bloop. No, no, no. The, the game is real, <laughs> but the people around you, are, I think, are like the avatars. Like, it's not uh, actually you. So you're in a stand full of like it's, you and It'll be like movie. Ready Player I'm One. Yeah. Exactly. Which Ready is an amazing player one. movie. It's crazy. I talked about that movie earlier today. It's a very good movie. Hell yeah.
I think that that's like within the next 10 years, this is exactly what's going to happen. And we got to become a little bit more in tune and informed about it before. And that's where you build a team and you hire people who are younger than you that are more suited for that. And they teach you while you are paying them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Bringing this up on the from next metal pod. This was a great fucking pod. It almost dropped two hours, man. We really did drop some gems today. And I really hope this was like beneficial because this is something that I want to do more often with other people who are like-minded because in a sense, we're almost done, baby. In a sense, like we do have to, in a sense, for like at least getting started, learn that nine to five. But that nine to five, in a sense, should be your side hustle. It shouldn't be the thing that you're putting... You're Can making I, other people money. So you, you if you're going to do that, work 60 plus hours, why are you not doubling that and putting that on yourself so in the long run, you don't have to work for them. You can do it for yourself. Can I interject real quick? Of course. In regards to the 9 to 5, yeah, sometimes it sucks. I've been full-time freelance four times. Four times I failed full-time freelance and I had to go back to the job yeah and going back to the beginning where I said I wore many hats I've been food industry I've been in the automotive industry Mm -hmm. I've been a janitor Mm -hmm. I've been a delivery driver Mm -hmm. I've been a construction inspector I've Mm -hmm. been a construction worker like a laborer I've been a mover Mm. Like I've been like so many different things. I've been doing all those things. Yeah, like that was mad wild. That was just every last thing. Maybe not the inspector part. Yeah, maybe not inspector. I don't know how I got that job. I was more like an auditor. An auditor, I guess, in a sense. Yeah. I mean, we did the audits at Journeys, remember? And we would count everything up. Yeah. No, but the whole point of that is that, like, Although sometimes it's not what you want, it could be something that can help you build. Because from every one of those jobs, like I've You're learned, network, right? not network, but I've learned lessons. Not exactly lessons. Business. You not business, but you learned what type of mindset yeah. you can have. To do whatever it takes. I don't move. You get me. Gotta, so like, you're saying like, like whatever you're doing in that moment, you learn, or I'm, you I'm will sorry, learn myself. some type of. How do I say trait like a, a like a character I trait? I guess what you I would say that'll prepare you for something else, and you don't realize it because it's subconscious. Like right now, like I learned everything I can from all these other jobs You're right. that are not related to art to the point where I got offered a position as a project manager, and I'm just like, this is a position that requires school, yeah. that requires some type of certification. But because I learned all those things and I applied yeah. it to my thing yeah you lived it bro yeah like i was able to show what i can do and someone who is in a position where it's like we need somebody who's responsible who can handle this who can work under stress who can manage a project who can manage time budgets money yeah. like understand how hard you have to pay work how long like paying attention detail quality control like all these different little things and they can get kids fresh out of school and those kids don't know jack shit. You know how people with stuff. degrees can't yeah. do half of what you do, bro? No. It's not the degree that matters. It's what you've done mm-hmm. and what you're continuing to do. And that goes back to like, you just got to keep working at it. You got to keep chipping that fucking stone. You got to keep there's digging a for there's diamonds. A you got to yeah, keep really. going. Like, I would, like, if I gave up after the first time going full-time freelance, like, I would probably still be at that Toyota dealership at, like, debating on shooting myself. Man. 
Because I'm, some people like it. For me, it was a very, very stressful and traumatic experience. And it was like tedious because, you know, in a sense, deep down inside, you could be doing more. Exactly. Better. Exactly. But then you have to also go back and look at it. Yeah, like, humble yourself. You got to see yes, you gotta humble yourself. But you also have to look at a job like sometimes if you can't afford to do it full time, it's like stone. a stepping stone, but also this. A side hustle. Yeah, it's just like, until it becomes your side until the process. side hustle becomes the full, full time. time exactly and like you just use that to fund yourself like you not only to mm -hmm. pay for your living expenses but alright I need money to make this project happen for my personal gains yes well, if you're not having an income is yeah exactly like right now like I'm no longer working in different fields I'm finally in the art field but in the printing field like I didn't want to like like intervene when you were doing the first announcement like right now i work i finally got a job as a designer and i operate dtg machines which is direct to garment printing and it took me forever to find a job like that because no one would take me because i didn't have a degree and somebody took a took a took a whim on me because i knew someone and they, they recommended me because That's i was a hard crazy. worker and then after that, I got all the opportunities where I can get a project manager, production manager, like these opportunities just started coming. And I'm just like, I don't, it's nice, but I have to give up what I'm doing right now and sacrifice my work for this. So I gave up those opportunities. If they come back again, maybe I'll take it. Maybe I won't. But if I do take it, I have to look at it and be like, all right, this is the point where I have to level up. Because I'm going to be making more money now. Yeah. So how can I make this money that I leveled up to make me more money and work for me? And that goes back to the point where it's like... You know where your money goes. If I can't go out to a mural, what does it matter? I have somebody who works for me who I train to learn all this stuff. Do it. Go out there. They get their cut. And while I'm still working, I get a piece of that. You get me? It doesn't have to be the whole rules. Everybody exactly. exactly what you did. Of course, you're gonna get a piece. Thirty percent to your to your student or whoever you're gonna hire. Everything goes to you plus the services that they're gonna give. But then that's how you make your money work for you. Exactly. It's yeah. passive. It's basically passive. Exactly. You're just passive middleman. Exactly. <laughs> but they're still working for you, and you still get that credit. And it's still <laughs> under your brand and art. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, that's man. that's pretty much to me is the next level. People aren't thinking like that, like, bro. I can't. It's like I've you know always wanted to get into like. I'm sorry. What? Now you got. I was gonna say you know how you learn to think like that at yeah. a job. Yeah, at a job. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. At a job. I agree. Yeah. Like so, if even though like you, your nine to five sucks sometimes, there's something that you you need it to help build that work ethic. Like you have them like. At first, like in my first job, I was like, fuck this job. Like, yeah. I don't care about this job. And now, my goal. if I get into a new job, I my mindset is you now what like... You learned from the last job. I start thinking yeah. like... And it's more so, it's like, how can I be the best version of myself in this yeah, job? Yeah. My like, this job how do I want my... For the next job for me to learn. Yeah. How do I want the people that's going to work for me to come in to work? Yeah. That's how I think about people it. work for people, not for companies. Like no, I tell you, but like that's what is if I can't see anymore. anybody, if I can't see the people who are working for me, this is what I would want them to. You want to treat them like people, and right? the only way, yeah, the only way I could make sure that happens is to touch people on the way up. Like how you whoever know? I'm, it's yeah. Like, how many mean, jobs have you? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I get like no, how many? How many jobs do you work for where you just feel like you're a number? Mm. 
How many jobs? Like, you have to really think about that. Like, how I mean, many jobs? I don't. I feel like that. I can feel like that sometimes. <laughs> I can feel like that at my job sometimes, but I also am a very crucial part of my job. Yeah. Like, they need me at my job. Type shit. I'm not saying they need me. But they need they you. Need me but you also think about it, like, how quick can they replace you? Not Any that, job. Not that quick. You, and that's for the, me. My job specifically, they can't. Like, in it, well, I'm not saying that like they can't because they could. But mm-hmm. what I mean is like. I have the years and experience in my in my sport and craft and like I can engage and definitely like make kids come back for like kids come back to mm-hmm. to take classes because they want to see me. But you're saying you know that I mean? they want can to I, can I give you an example? So there are not too many people. I mean, well, I'm just trying to finish it up. Like pretty much, there's not too many people in the sense that know parkour to the level extent in this area that I do. So quitting me leaving the job or them trying to find other coaches they're not going to have the same level of like professionalism and actually like, like a sh- structure, I guess, in mm-hmm. a sense for how, how the kids are going to be learning. Like probably after I leave and like other, me and my other friends leave, like it'd be like more of like, kind of like kids just having an open gym in a sense. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You know what a business, a business would think? Because one, they're going to take exactly what you said into consideration. You know exactly what you're doing. He was doing his kids right. But if you decide to leave or they decide to fire you off some slight shit, what they're going to do is, yes, hire someone else, but they're going to charge, I mean, pay them less than what they're yeah. going to mm-hmm. pay you. Mm-hmm. And then once they do that, this gonna it doesn't matter because as long as they at Feel least the don't. Spot. Yeah. Or maybe more. And then it's they like, make more money. Like, let's say in your position, you're you're there right now. You believe in yourself. You believe you give this quality to to your work. But then someone new comes in. And then there's a change in power. And that's that's Murphy's Law. Yes. Murphy's yeah. Law. What The worst thing that could possibly happen can and will happen. And there's nothing to predict that. There's nothing to save you from that. Oh, no, that when point, will happen. I think by that point, though, I'd be really enough to want to quit the job. If I don't like... Who I'm working for, like I said, people work for people, not for companies, and I definitely put on for my boss because, like, she she does her best, like she tries, like she can be stressful at times and micromanage, but like, but your boss has at the a end boss, of the day, like exactly her. I know that she has a boss too, and she's being stressed, and that nigga's even cool, so I fuck with him too. But so that's why I'm like, I can, I can handle like my job. I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to end it in a sense, like what I'm trying to say, but like I just know. You think that you're basically. You're never going to get fired. You're irreplaceable. I just feel like when the time comes that I feel uncomfortable at the job, I know it's time to quit. No, but the well, yeah. he's saying like, I'm that, not going to stick through some bullshit. But you know what? Like, if I've been there longer than an, a new employee and they come along, seniority over everything. Bro, I just I, got I, hired and I was depending on depending on your prof- uh, Depending on the level of professionalism mm-hmm. or the department they're in. Like, say if they're doing like the higher up computer work and all that. But you somehow want to come to me and tell me how to manage my class, like you need to relax. Like I work my class, I work my class, you do the computer work, do what you were assigned to do. You're not gonna micromanage me on my job when I've already been here a while and I get outstanding compliments and reviews and like I said, keep the engagement at my job. You know what I mean? And that goes like I just wanna like point out too, is just like it goes back to like I know you're saying all that and I believe in it one hundred percent by the way you're talking. Because people... When He's you, passionate. Yeah, you, you feel that in the way you carry yourself about it. I believe in that. And it just... Me, because I've been through so much, the way I look at it is like, I'm still a number at this place. Oh, yeah, at the end and of the day, I feel... I don't 
I'm sorry. Like no, I agree. I'm agreeing with you. Like yeah. I, I, I definitely feel like that. Like at my job at times. Yeah. You're the third coach, the fourth coach. Oh, we just gotta get another coach. Yeah, like there's always gonna be more coaches. Of course, exactly. And that's the hard part. But what I'm trying to say is like um going back to the main topic is um I don't want whoever working whoever who's ever working for me to ever feel like a number. I've been in too many mm-hmm. jobs where it's like somebody would always like I need bodies. Yeah. That's such to I me it sounds anyway. like such a terrible I, I, hear that, yeah. I hear that at my job now. We need bodies. Do you have yeah. anybody in, in mind? And at that point give a fuck. Yeah. It's not about quality, it's about quantity. Yeah. Like I when I was a mover, for example, when I was running my own moving crew under somebody, under a business, they needed bodies. And I'm just like, okay, we get the bodies. These same bodies don't have Amazing. my mindset. Yeah. I uh, All my reviews were always five stars. Everybody I helped or did moves for always loved me and they wanted me. They didn't want the other people. They wanted me. The person that gave a fuck. Yeah. I'd be running up and down the stairs. Like I could outrun. My bosses were all physical fitness gurus and I could outrun all of them and do way more than they could. <laughs> but. Easy lead, guys. So like. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not Raise this nigga on like, foot. I swear he's. Yeah, I'm not a track star, but I am fit. <laughs> I might not look it, but I am fit. Um, what is it? But when they gave me the bodies, you can't lift thirty pounds. It's not, yeah, like you can't. It's not worth it to have yeah, you. Yeah, like, like I hate having an employee that will be there and just sit there. Bro, this happens all the time, bro. Like in my life, in my job, the second job, they're not doing shit. I'm running everybody's food. And no one would run mine. And then I'll have to sit there and do work and like just double up back on my responsibilities and everyone else while it's just like everyone is just sitting there chilling, they talking, they going to the back, they going to the front, they bullshitting. So it's like at the end of the day, I think that's in, like those hardships are in a sense important because they realize it's like a reflection that's like one, that's not what we want if it happens to us, but two, they know like, all right who we are and where we stand. So there's just certain lines you, you just can't cross. Yeah. So I've dealt on both sides, but clearly at some point in a sense, there's always going to be like a limit, a max. Yeah. So what uh, a boss can do or to what a manager could do or to even what you can handle at being at the job, like you said earlier, like you just couldn't do that shit. So it's like, it, it really depends on the situation. But ultimately, you just have to, in a sense, remember it's not the job that you're working for. It's yourself to better yourself in the future. As long Mm -hmm. as you're counting your dollars and knowing where your dollars are going and it's not bullshit. You feel Mm -hmm. me? That's all I agree with. And I think we come up with the same understanding. And I think that's one of the reasons why, like, I wanted you on the show is because it's, it's cool to hear from a rapper but it's also cool to hear from people who do An different artist. things and yeah. actual artists, Appreciate you feel me? Yeah. So it's like, we're on the same wave, bro. And and like, I also wanted to learn from you because like you said, we need a team. And I've been telling people for the longest, I've been trying to build a team. But the problem is I've been trying to build a team with the wrong people. People and who aren't fully committed, who hard. aren't like-minded, who aren't as serious, who it's doesn't want to work. 
Like, I can sit there in the studio for three, four hours. Them sitting in the studio for one hour, they're getting antsy, like, yo, it's time to go. Like, bro, I had multiple clients, multiple people who would just come here and say, yeah, let's start the podcast. This like multiple hosts I've been trying to do this with. They've said, yeah, set up a date, everything comes, boom, it falls apart. People want to do a feature, people want to do music, people set up like sessions, everything falls apart. Then he was committed. And then Big Papa Jay came through, you feel me, and, you know, Rad had to get it popping. So, like, if y'all can take anything from this pod, quit your day job. No. No. no, no. <laughs> so, you fuck your job. When, when, you're when you're ready, quit. When you're ready, quit. Like, my father always said, do not quit your job until you have something else. Yes, please up. have another job first. Yeah. And if you can't quit your job, learn how to build off of that. Yeah. And apply it to everything else while you're working on your second. We your might your job, job is not an asset. It, 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 it's an it is. No, it's not. It depends on where you are. It's it's not. Not. Because like everything in a job. Your job is not an asset. A job is a business, bro. It's an income. All right, wait, wait. Let's, let's, let's get into this. Because a job is a fucking business, bro. I don't know. I see it differently. All right, I'll let you guys. Nah, I feel like. asset is something that you don't have to touch, like work, and it's bringing you money. That's an asset. Hmm. An asset is you don't have to physically job. put the work in. Thank Your you. job is an income, but stocks is an asset. That's not the asset definition we're referring to. Though. We're referring to as I'm, us. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> like we're an asset to the company. That's all you wanted to let us know. No, that's what I want to say to the day. I think we'll Your leave. Your job is not an asset because we're like like. Jobs are actual businesses, and we get hired for these businesses. If you are a smart worker, mm-hmm. what you're doing while working there is learning how the function of the business is, and the people, the like you're observing the characteristics of like everything that's going on around you, little by little, mm-hmm. until eventually you get the entire spot. That knowledge, how you were treating the coworkers, how you were treating what whether you had customer or not, or like the bosses, or like how you had to work, or what the time you had mm-hmm. to wake up, the discipline, the routine of everything is something that can be applied to you wherever Everywhere. you go. Yeah, literally. I mean, so, essentially, that's what school is, bro. We grew up with the condition, like yeah, we go, we leave. Half of us skipped. Yeah, for the people that didn't, and honestly, like looking back, like school is literally much just how to structure yourself in life. You go, you wake up, you yeah. get ready for something, you go for a couple hours and do something you don't want to do, and then you come back home, and then you wake up and do the same shit again. You That's have life. to deal with that in order to, it's, a, it's like in a Starts sense, young. a sacrifice, because it's a challenge for you, because if you really want to do some other shit, what you're going to do is you have to deal with what, what's in front of you in order to get to it, or you can just, in a sense, accept where you're at and not deal with anything else in front of you and just turn your back on it. Listen, that. make time for what you love, guys, and... You'll never go wrong. And you'll never be um, unhappy and miserable. But on that note, let's get out of here. Yeah, I go. It's been a solid two hours. I'm, oh, shit. It's like solid two hours. Morning. Right. I got to get to work. Another six. thing, too, I do want to say, look for mentors. Look mm, for someone mentorship. that's in the field you want to be in. Yes. And smarter than you. And smarter than you. Humble yourself. Knowledge. Know when someone's better. I yes, agree. Knowledge is the most valuable thing you can get more than money. Because you can make money at any job that you choose to do yeah whether it's like freaking selling stuff on facebook like like use buying selling cars like working in a like a subway shop which was my first job 
like freaking whatever it is, yeah, you know, but if there's somebody like if you're in a position in a job at any job, try like to find a mentor in that job, learn from them, learn from them, figure out where the highest cap is in that job and then decide if that's your goal. Yep. If it's yeah. not, it's not take everything you can learn, find something else that you can find that you can make more. Yeah. Just find your mentors and learn about what's the highest you could reach in any job that you're at. You know, because every job has a cap. Yep. And even yeah. if you do get those interviews and people do want you, remember, like, remember that cap. Like, they could say that they want you, but they might cap you at $18 an hour for the yeah. rest of your life. Yeah. And, that's a and they won't let you go higher. And they'll, they'll play that little carrot. They'll dangle that carrot in front of you. Saying, hey, you're too slow. You're too slow. Yep. Try again. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, if you don't see any, if you know you reach that cap, then you know that your time is done. Yep. And find something else. I agree. That was Go beautiful. It. Go that find was, it, guys. Shout out to fucking J-Paz and shout out to Brad and shout yeah. out to Eli. And shout, shout out to this episode. Thanks, man. I don't really like to shout myself out. That's I like to I be behind the scenes, man. Thanks. Can I do a shout out? Sure, man. Shout out to Mark's Art in Bridgeport. If you're looking for any printing services, professional. Totally. We do large scale and small scale like productions. Hit us up. I don't know. Shout outs to Peralta Design over there in Shelton to Ramon, one of my mentors. He's a big help. Shout out to him. He's like freaking, if you're looking for some real design work, some professional level company shit. Like he's the guy. He's the guy. Other than Jake he's the guy. Singles. He he's the guy I aspire to be like pretty much. Mm, yeah, I have those. the blueprint. Yeah, like he's one of my, he's been one of my mentors for the longest time. So shout out to him. Yeah, you need those. All right, good shit, yeah. Good shit. This was great. This was. I'm gonna go take a shower now. I have to. Uh, I have to. I'm drenched the fuck yeah. up, yo. This is real potting right here, guys. It's like 90 Man, degrees outside, and we over here just sweating balls. And it's 2:22 yeah. in the morning. So like, morning. Every time we lead in a new conversation, I'm like, all right, yeah. we out. Yeah. <laughs> right. This nigga was trying to rush it out. We gotta work well, on like. Like now nah, you almost finished. Yo, you almost cut this pot at one thirty, and I and then I asked that question about how yeah. you see yourself, and we totally looped back in. Yeah, that's why I'm like, all right, I started because this. I knew that was our average. But now when we're niggas record these, we're like, bro, nah, we did, we did this for J Fuzz. Yeah, yeah. We did the interviews. It has to like, it has to be extended because one, we have to get to know each other a little bit. We have to kind of start it off a little. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to just hit you right up with questions, yeah. naturally type shit. No worries. So it was what a vibe. How are you? Dude, yeah. Whatever works for you, man. Like, These niggas got the headphones on. I hope you enjoyed this shit, bro. I did. It was fun. It was I really enjoyed really this. Like, it was one of the better podcasts I've been in. Like, the worst one had to be the one with Chris. Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, I like, I yeah. know, like, he was probably yeah. one of my worst clients. You yeah. went to Chris's. Podcast. He invited me, and like to be honest, 